Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. It's a me, a man, the Garcia. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Pirates going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome into Pirate Radio Live here on a game day Wednesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com, and watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. And join us for a watch-along this afternoon. East Carolina taking on Old Dominion. We'll be keeping an eye on that. So hang out with your friends here at Pirate Radio. Join us on Facebook Live, on YouTube. Be a part of the show and a part of the action as we will be with you the next three hours right here on Pirate Radio Live. And we got some guests coming in the studio. Ken Wadlington, WNCT Channel 9, will join us. Watch some of the ball game. Talk about what's going on in the world of sports, including the Hurricanes taking control of their series over the devils we'll talk about that with ken and a lot more coming up in hour number one hour two patrick mason from the daily reflector will join us he's not in norfolk today he'll be right here inside the pirate radio studios taking in the action as ecu and odu about to get underway we'll also talk some ecu softball later on as they are down in florida for the aac tournament shane winkler head softball coach of the pirates will join us one day ahead of their clash with usf coming up thursday at five o'clock down in tampa and also mark brown camdenchat.com o's and braves just played a great series over the weekend braves were able to win that one o's even their series with the rays last night with a win so we'll talk about the baltimore orioles and right after our show we've got o's and rays coming up tonight big one right here on pirate radio so we've got all those guests on the way we've got shirley Rhodes, chandler honeycutt the big dog glenn griffin here and some pirate baseball so a big big wednesday edition of pirate radio live how are we doing in studio b everyone doing great happy hump day and happy game day happy h day and g day to you too sir yes hello shirley hello clip what you got there some sun chips huh yeah i um i forgot i had an appointment earlier this afternoon Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i was sitting here helping you record some stuff Mm -hmm. and i realized oops i forgot my appointment so oopsie i tore out of here but unfortunately i did not have time to grab something to eat before i had to be back here so i hit the convenience store speaking of food i've got a soup story for patrick mason regarding some uh, some food i indulged on this weekend we'll have that chandler honeycutt joining us here in the studio to watch a little pirate baseball what stands out about that ecu lineup today chan man well i don't believe we'll be playing Starman today because no. no jacob starling in the lineup for the pirates but that means next man up and that next man is former dh conley viking dixon williams in the lineup at second base for east carolina today as lane hoover will lead it off they are playing this game at old dominion stadium not the minor league park they were originally going to play this game in on tuesday got moved to wednesday so here we go we'll see if josh moylan can hit one off that brick building beyond center field today chandler 
Yeah, and that is a big oh, okay. center field building. I was about to say, are we only going to get uh, we're good a zoomed out view behind home plate? But no, we have multiple cameras. That happened once this year, and believe it or not, believe it or not, it happened against Duke in a Triple A ballpark. I believe it. Hey, I'm Tim, choosing to believe you. Can you uh, bump your seat down just? A I hand? don't know how you're sitting high. I know. What are you better than me? I'm trying, but I mean you're like a half a head taller than Clip in this situation. I want to switch. I'll sit up straight. <laughs> it's not working. I don't mind uh, Chandler sitting above me. I feel like Bryce Williams. I dang. You look dang. I killed a dirty. Darky Tears. Randolph hanging out. What's up, fellas and Shirley? Boom, What's boom. up, Randolph? Boom, boom. Boom, boom, Randolph. I saw Randolph last boom, night. Boom, boom. Now let me Might see Randolph tonight. Sports trivia. Yes, AJ sir. McMurphy's. As uh, we will be out there. Game starts at 8 o'clock. And uh, looking to uh, have a good time tonight as we watch NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs. We'll let you know what's going on in the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. How about the Kings last night? An absolute blowout that I didn't see any of because, unlike Snap in the early 90s, I did not have the power. (laughs) Uh, We did not get power back at the homestead until after 11 p.m., so it was out for a good seven hours. Got to give credit to Greenville Utilities uh, and the GUC folks. It was not a quick job. But it was a uh, it was a tough job that they worked on and had to remove some trees, had to pick a lineup off the ground, and then do work their magic. But uh, we were in the dark for a long time. I had fallen asleep, and then I woke up and felt like the sun had somehow got into my bedroom. <laughs> Just bright lights shining in my face mm. after 11 p.m. and was very happy that the power uh, was able to come back on. So yesterday on the show you made it sound like it happened like at your house what's that the the situation the down the power line yeah right it was, like, it was in front of the house at this one I, I did not wow know that. and then down the road they think that they're uh like right down the road that a tornado might have gone through we'll wow. see if that uh is confirmed or not but just major damage i remember shirley was uh reading something yesterday where all the issues were in spate seed farm road it came up that's right down the road for me and that was some major issues there uh let's see by the way pirates with a leadoff single by Part. lane hoover lane hoover with a shot right up the middle did not hit this one into the first baseman's glove like no. he did last weekend uh let's see randolph said chandler get it together brother <laughs> i don't know why he said that why? but i agree oh maybe the chair situation <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go hey straight getting together man we got it fixed i right. switched chairs so uh brandon says let's go pirates and let's go lakers finish the warriors that could happen tonight yeah and uh can we see lebron back in a conference final again and not in the bubble it appears we may Eric said, yo, Clip, that thing you make calls on, well, I watch sports games all the time on it. Very good point, Eric. And I did follow along the game, but I did not want to drain my battery just in case the power did not come back on. And so I did not watch it. I did see highlights via Twitter. Joey Barini doing his best Lane Hoover with a chopper up the middle. It was slow enough to get Lane Hoover to second base, so a man on second and one out. 
And you know what, Eric? You're you're banned for the rest of the segment. Whoa! Trying, you know, uh, you're, the you're, second time this year, yeah. man. You know, I, I, no no need for that. I'm ah. sitting there without power last night, and you're going to chastise me for not watching the game on my phone. What is wrong with you, Eric? Yeah, I mean, have a little heart, compassion. You're out of here. I dude. guess Eric's just having one of those days. Jamie says the Starling injured. It appears so. Yes. Don't know what it is, how bad it is. But that is what I read. Cannot confirm, cannot deny. Let's just celebrate Dixon Williams today on this Wednesday. Local kid. Hoover on second with one man out in the first inning as Josh Moy Moy Moylan. Moy 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 comes to the plate. I enjoy talking to Josh Mondays on the Delcor Players Lounge. Very personable guy. Good fashion. Got a lot of shoes. uh, Had the Dennis Robin shirt on where someone thought it was Ray Charles. (laughs) His gold Jordan 11s that he has are, they're rather spectacular. He had them on at, uh, when he mentioned them, I knew exactly what he was talking about. He had them on at Media Day. I remember them distinctly because this guy walked in with, this six foot four guy walked in with a curl and golden shoes. Hard kinda, to miss. I do remember that. that <laughs> kind of stands out. Hard to miss, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Moylan is battling here several foul-offs with uh, a one-two count. Eric, if you're still in here, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and unban you from the rest of the segment. I'm going to let you back in. That was. It's just kind of yeah, a warning. nice of you. It's just a warning. Moylan fouls another one off. Uh, Jamie is trying to... <laughs> Chandler, maybe you should get banned for this segment. He doesn't like the way you were uh, portraying his Ray Charles the other day. Oh, was it Eric that said that? No, it was Jamie. Oh, Jamie? Sorry. He was blaming uh, the camera angle and the shirt not being seen completely. The funny part was you said, said, hey, Jamie, I got a question for you. Are you Ray Charles? (laughs) How can you tell that? It was so funny. So funny. Uh, thank you, Chandler. I appreciate it. No, you that. are a funny guy. Hey, uh, thank you, man. You Thanks. are a funny guy. Josh Moylan has fouled off four pitches now. Let's see what happens on this one. The one-two to Moylan Atta is boy. outside. Atta boy. Great A-B here early in the game. What do you think about the little lounge area behind home plate there? I think that's pretty cool. I like it. A little shade. Some folks got it made in the shade down there. I like it. Get the, They got tables. You can sit there and have a nice cold beverage watch some baseball is there a net up it sure doesn't look like there is i know right that is the fifth foul uh ball i think i see one that That guy's white shirt i hope there's a net because i hope there is not (laughs) (laughs) you gotta just gonna deal with it boss i mean there has to be obviously for but it does not look like there is which means a pitch or a foul ball could just go flying into one of their faces screamer right off your grill uh let's see steve says looking good clip any hints for trivia tonight ec skin needs some help i won't give you any hints but i'll tell you a category oh i'm gonna name i'm gonna describe three athletes in different sports and they're all gonna have the same first or last name and you're gonna have to come up with that name i like that i kind of want you to uh rack me with some nba trivia during the show today as a pre as a prelude are you gonna say the f word I'm not. Oh, good. Good. I'm going to not say that. Good to not good to hear. <laughs> Did that happen last time? Uh, uh yeah. yes. Oh. Yep. On the same day as the Mincy firing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, A lot wow. of things were happening that day. <laughs> oh! 
Boylan crushes one to right. Get out of here. And it is caught. What a great at bat from Josh Moylan. That will get Lane Hoover over to third. It ends in an out. Man, what a at bat. That was uh, that's a quab. That was some tough luck from Moylan, who hit it hard, but a great play by the right fielder. Uh, Chad says, "Hey guys, just set up my appointment with Bodies and Balance for my stretch assessment and massage. You know that I won in the treasure chest. Nice, dude. Way to go. I gotta send that to uh, to the fine folks at Bodies and Balance. Way to go, Chad Red. Chad's uh, parents, folks, live down the road from me. They did not get power until one thirty a.m." So, yeah, it was a dark, uh, long, dark night for a lot of folks in the Winterville and surrounding areas with those storms yesterday. I did tell you that you can come over to my house. I appreciate that. You did not invite my wife or daughter, but you no. invited me. No women they or children. To, they need to fend for themselves. <laughs> you know, on the Titanic, they said women and children first. Mm-hmm. My house, women and children last. Mm-hmm. Jamie says, I hate when they don't show the pitch count. Okay. We all, well, it's 2-0. We all pitch count as far as how many pitches have been thrown. Oh. I'm assuming that's what he means because they yeah. are showing the count, uh, the at-bat. Uh, Jamie says, how big is the TV you're watching? I mean, that is a personal question that I don't feel Very comfortable nosy. answering. Should uh, we measure? <laughs> Anybody got a tape measure? <laughs> the TV works. That's all that matters. It's a good size TV. It's a good kid. It's a good TV, Jeff. It's an above average TV, Jeff. Glenn, can you uh, switch to this camera? Yes. You have to, wi- you have to, you have to widen it out. You have to widen it out. I'm going to uh, flip it around all right. and show the folks. Let me know when you're on that camera. All right, JC batting. 3 1 uh-huh. is outside. He's going to get to first. So it's going to be we runners. Are on that camera now. Runners at the corners with two out in the top of the first. I'm going to take this camera. I'm going to go around. Maybe it's looking at the TV now. It's probably not a good idea to show the, uh, the game for too long. So there you go. I don't know how big that is, but. It was perfect. There you go. Perfect. <clears throat> Any other questions, Jamie? I mean, we have to prove our authenticity, I guess. Uh, Does anybody have a newspaper with today's date to prove (laughs) that we are here live? Maybe we can have Patrick Mason bring in a uh, daily reflector paper from today. Eric just did his community service by liking and sharing. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate that. See what happens when you discipline people? Mm -hmm. They get back on track. They do the right thing. Oh, get there. Bang. Was that a bunt or a that swinging That was bunt? a bunt. So, uh, Nowak tries the element of surprise, but the bunt Man. is fielded. That's a good defensive play by the pitcher, and the inning is over. Half inning, anyway. Pirates go down, but not without uh, a little fight there in the top of the first, but no score between the Pirates and the Monarchs. All right, last night. So, it was uh, two days removed from New Jersey putting up an eight spot against carolina what do you say when you're on the road you're just coming off a beat down if we did like our keys to the game a pregame show all we would talk about was hey you can't you got to get up first right can't can't get down early can't give up an early goal well that's exactly what what the hurricanes did last night and it didn't matter within two minutes uh the devils had a goal because then they poured it on after that and carolina scored 
uh, game tying goal in the first period and then five count them five in the second period six to one carolina beats new jersey and takes a commanding 3-1 series lead and by the way four of those goals were in like four minutes i want to say five was in maybe around six minutes so uh quick scoring there it seemed like every time i turned around the hurricanes were knocking in a goal so uh but a dominant performance a uh, good bounce back for the canes after a very uh disappointing game the other night but they need to do what they didn't do in the last series and that's go home and finish things out they weren't able to do that because we were actually at tiebreakers with marcus crandall watching that game game five of that series against the islanders hoping the hurricanes can close it out in raleigh they couldn't so maybe they can try to do so this time when they go back to pnc arena yeah coming up thursday night also last night the stars beat the kraken six to three to tie that series up at two games apiece florida can sweep they can close it out tonight against the maple leafs three nothing series lead one win away from the eastern conference finals and edmonton and vegas play tonight in edmonton that is two to one vegas right now as they'll play tonight at 10 o'clock on espn maple leafs panthers at seven o'clock on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck the buck scott on facebook scott five goals in five minutes and six seconds to set a franchise record for the playoffs how about that how about that thank you scotty stats with the uh the update there so uh canes and panthers could it be Uh, that is what it looks like right now if everything uh continues the way it is going at this moment last night in the nba kept checking the score and figuring it would change and it uh it did not it was sixers who seemingly had an eight to 12 point lead the entire game mm-hmm. against boston last night dominant effort from Embiid, harden and the crew yeah i did not watch i was actually too caught up in that hurricanes game i was um really enjoying that i was kept switching over to the uh nba game but like you said it was a double digit deficit almost every single time i checked so i wasn't really too interested in it but uh sixers get it done last night maybe they can close things out in that series. Cooked, i think what's their deal uh i think there's some jalen brown jason tatum stuff internally sixers win at 115 103 nuggets win at home like they always do they beat the suns 118 102 i have told this before i don't like controversy I don't like people not getting along. We saw that with Jokic and the owner of the Suns. But last night, the owner of the Suns. Jokic. Jokic. You say it with a Y? Jokic. Okay. All right. You just say it. Am I saying it wrong? Jokic. Is it wrong? Jokic. Jokic. Maybe it's correct. I'll just call him Joker. Yeah, I'll just call him Joker. Joker and the owner of the Suns got into it. But last night I saw a picture. I saw a picture of them getting along. They dabbed each other up. So all is good in the world. All right. But then, dun, 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 Joker and Durant get into it during the game. Mm. And Durant uh, shoves Joker. Two quick ones uh, outs here in the bottom of the first inning. Garrett Saylor strikeout and then a line out to Alec Makarevich over at third. He is a vacuum over there at third base. Tonight, Heat at Knicks. The Miami Heat can close it out in the garden tonight with a win 
and then the warriors trying to stay alive the lakers can close it out on the road tonight in san francisco so lakers and heat trying to advance on the road tonight lakers for the first time this season are the nba fa- nba champion favorite wow mm. can we get another lakers heat bubble rematch you could, you, yes. get a, you could get a bubble rematch did you just yas me yas king <laughs> yes <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Garrett Saylor trying to close out the first inning. The shift is on, and the shift always works, folks. Never fails. Easy one, two, three inning. Fans in the stands. Three up, three down. Three up, three down. No score between the Pirates and the Monarchs. We're watching it all day long here inside the Pirate Radio studios. We'll do it with Ken Watlington when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Got a great giveaway for you in hour three as well. A lot more to go. Back with you after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by pirate water get ready to party pirates go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure 21 and older only pirate water why be yourself when you can be a pirate now back to the show welcome back drive a little and save a lot at washington chrysler dodge jeep ram washington chrysler dodge jeep ram has a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles plus offer service to all makes and models in a steady-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and online at WashingtonChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. We are watching East Carolina and Old Dominion. And right now, it is scoreless as Riley Johnson trying to keep this inning alive. Two outs in the top of the second inning. Clip Rock, Chandler Honeycutt here, Shirley Rhodes, the big dog, Glenn Griffin. And joining us in studio, Ken Watlington, WNCT Channel 9. Hello, Ken. What's up, guys? How you doing? Doing great. Good, good. How was the big city last week? It was all right. It was all right. Uh, I ate my way through the city. Saw some good friends. The weather was great. The Canes won twice while I was gone. They played one really terrible game while I was there, but it was all in all a good trip. All in all, can't complain. Yeah. And uh, Canes look good. Last night, we'll talk about that one, but East Carolina goes down in the second inning, one, two, three. So Garrett Saylor coming out for the bottom of the second, no score between the Pirates and the Monarchs. And Ken, East Carolina coming off three straight road wins and they, they they start it's kind of a roller coaster where you're thinking all right let's get a, a top eight seed then it's like okay well let's just host a regional then it's okay can we get in the tournament and then it's wait a minute we wait can, maybe we can host we're going back and forth here was there ever a doubt that they were going to make the tournament uh to some fans online yes to oh my many goodness. others no uh but right now you if you can get this one this is an important game take care of memphis this weekend it sets up a monster game next tuesday against campbell but one at a time. Yeah. And right now, the one is this one. Uh, you Speaking of the Camels, uh, you hear what they did last night? They took it to the Seahawks. The Seahawks, right? yes. Yeah. So Wilmington over the weekend takes two out of three from a t- top 25 team. And then they go on the road to play Campbell and they give up two dozen runs. <laughs> 24 to five. Yikes. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Not good. Not good. Campbell, Campbell's pretty good. They are. that They are. They were at, uh, at last check yesterday 
one RPI spot ahead of East Carolina. And I will take a look at that today and see where they are. Uh, Ryder Giles and Kentucky, number one in the RPI. Oh, wow. How about that? Uh, followed by Wake Forest still. Uh, right now, East Carolina is at number 23. Campbell moving up to number 19 after Ooh, their win last night. Big win then, I guess, yeah. I mean, when you beat UNCW yeah. and put up 24. Hawks, I believe, are in the 60s like that in the RPI. So uh, they need to win the tournament in a couple weeks. Garrett Saylor back out there. I, I noticed when they did a wide shot of this field, I like the pictures on the wall so east carolina getting some uh, some nice revenue for advertising on the outfield wall <laughs> at clark leclerc which is a must in 2023 uh but old dominion has pictures i guess of former players one of those i'm going to assume is justin verlander who i believe was a monarch yes he was and now uh i'm going to look up some other names Do you know who the most famous one. graduate of old dominion university is Brian Bailey? Absolutely. 100% <laughs> Brian Bailey. Well done. Looking at some uh, for some other names. So Verlander was the 2002 Conference Freshman of the Year. Uh, looking at All-Americans, seeing if I recognize any of these other names. Uh, they got a lot of them, but I don't know if a lot of them did anything in the pros. Uh, ben Verlander also was a <laughs> yeah. a uh, monarch, so there you go. A little different career trajectory. <laughs> Correct. Um, so Old Dominion, uh, baseball history uh, on their side, but right now a 30-win team. This would be a nice road win for East Carolina if they could pick it up. And it was last, last year, I believe, right? The Monarchs were in a Super Regional, but they hosted in Columbia, South in Carolina. In South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, and you, you kind of see why. This ballpark, it's good for a ball game, but maybe not for a regional. And, you know, this game was supposed to be yesterday over at the home of the Norfolk Tides, Harbor Park, Harbor Yard, something like that, a AAA park. So it kind of stinks that they had to move the game, not only b- back by a day, but to a different venue because it would have been cool for the guys to play in another AAA ballpark this year. They have played in uh, quite a bit of those and have not had a ton of success. No, especially uh, not in Fayetteville. Lost to Duke, lost to Campbell in Fayetteville, uh, beat Queens in charlotte canapolis canapolis yeah so that was at a, in canapolis yep. and then did they play they played charlotte, charlotte at, yeah at the truest field park truest something whatever it is that charlotte I'm knights yep there you go all right two down in the bottom of the second garrett sailor making quick work here surely speaking of baseball and uh, softball high school playoffs going on not a lot of action last night due to the weather that rolled in but you've got some games going on uh, what tonight i believe uh, yeah, if you'll give me a second, I'll give you the um, uh, All right, schedule. pull that up, and we'll I know uh, locally. We'll talk about I'm not sure the matchups, but Rose is at home, Conley's yep. at home, South Central's at home, Aiden Grifton's at home. All right. Uh, I believe Wes Craven's at home. There you go. And uh, who they're playing, I don't know. Brian Bailey's got it all locked up, him and Garrett Short. I have the highlights for you tonight, WNCT at 11. Ken's a news guy. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> uh, Pirates get out of the second inning unscathed, so it is uh, no score as they head into the third inning. All right, so in the 2A baseball ranks, um, Aiden Grifton will take on Nash Central at 7 o'clock. It'll be Wes Craven and Washington tonight at 7. And uh, I'm just going through. Farville Central uh, played last night, and they uh, shut out Roanoke Rapids, so they advance. They won't play again until Friday. Friday. At 7 o'clock, they'll take on Southwest Edgecombe. 
So that uh, and then Green Central played last night. They beat St. Paul's four to one. So Green Central won't play again until Friday as well. Um, give me one second, and I'll pull up the because they've got them by individual. Rose in Swansboro play tonight at seven o'clock. It'll be uh, South Central and Williams at six o'clock tonight. And I, I just want to make sure I didn't miss anybody. And then Conley also plays tonight. They will play, I believe, at six o'clock. Let me double check that. Yes, they play at 6 o'clock tonight against Heritage. Your high school Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Good time of the year with a lot of baseball going on. How about uh, earlier today, and Shirley, you watched a lot, if not all, of Gavin Williams' dominant performance. Oh, man, he was awesome. I'm just wondering how long, how much longer they can keep him in the minors after what he's been doing in Double uh, A and now Triple A, dominating. I mean, he has been very, very consistent with his outings, and that's what uh, you look for, his consistency. His uh, fastball is hitting 100 to 101 miles an hour. So, you know, uh, his off-speed pitches are breaking beautifully. And uh, his stat lines, he went five and two-thirds today, and he only allowed one run on one hit. It was a home run that he gave up in the first inning, and then he just started mowing them down I think at one point it was 10 of 11 batters that he uh, sat down. He had 10 strikeouts. He didn't walk us. He walked one batter. And uh, his ERA is just a ridiculous 1.13 right now. So you're right. Uh, the Guardians can't keep him in AAA for too much longer. They're going to have to call him up at some point. You know, it's too bad he's not in the Atlanta Braves organization because he'd be starting tonight. Yeah. Because the Braves are uh, struggling with some starting pitching injuries. Yeah. Which is crazy to say because they are absolutely dominant. Yeah, they're 25 and 11. I saw a stat today in their last 162 regular season games dating back to last year. They're 110 and 52. I guess. Stats to consider. I guess we can wait around a little bit on Max Freed to get healthy and and others. (laughs) Let's just hope he doesn't need another Tommy John surgery. Yeah. uh, But uh, great series over the weekend with. Baltimore, kind of yeah. an up and coming team, and uh, O's took it to Freed. They got Strider, but uh, the Braves were able to come back on Saturday and then able to walk it off on Sunday. Yeah, two uh, two really close games. The last two games of that series, and you know, could have gone either way. And the, the Orioles are really good, and the Braves did not play their best ball uh, during the weekend. And then last night, they just kind of beat the cover off the baseball. So go figure. Yeah, uh, we've got a fly out to center or to right. I'm sorry. Uh, shaky camera camera work at best in Norfolk, but this game is flying by. Yeah. Another three up, three down, and in the uh, as we head to the bottom of the third inning, no score between the Pirates and the Monarchs. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back more with Ken Wildington from WNCT Channel Nine. We'll keep on following East Carolina and Old Dominion. And uh, whatever else is on your mind, you can hit us up on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, as we ride along with you for ECU Old Dominion. More with Ken Watlington when we return after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? 
Now back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Rock on Wednesday nights. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. See ya. Sit them down. Through three innings, we have seen that this umpire in Norfolk has a wide strike zone and Garrett Saylor taking advantage of that and mixing his pitch as well. And right now, no score. Just struck out the side. Struck out the side. Easy work for Saylor in the third inning. As we already head to inning number four, scoreless in Norfolk and... Again, if this ump keeps it the same throughout the game, uh, then everybody's got to be okay with that. If he starts tightening up, then exactly, just be consistent. Inning one through inning nine, that's all right. Ken Wadlington joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Ken, uh, let's throw out some hypotheticals. We we did a, a lot, lot of hypotheticals, hypotheticals yesterday. <laughs> you can win one of these games and lose one of these games. You okay. can't win both, but you can't lose both. Uh, if you're East Carolina football, you can win one against apps against. Um, Gardner Webb and Michigan, and you also have to lose one against Gardner Webb and Michigan. Who are you beating? Oh, you're beating Michigan, man. Like nobody's good, you know. If you beat Michigan week one, you, people are going to talk about you for at least the next week. If you lose to Gardner Webb, only a select few might realize. Okay, uh, you're, the, I, you're the talking fan nationally right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. You know what? I didn't factor in much of the national perspective. I factored in the what I'm going to hear on the fifth quarter perspective from True. Pirate fans. But think about App State. They rode a win against Michigan to where they are now. Like the, They were a 1AA school, probably no aspirations of moving up to FBS. They won that. Yeah. Then they won a couple more national championships in the next two or three years. Then five years later, they're making the jump, and here they are. You know, in the in the Sun Belt Conference with Old Dominion. So people outside of the state of North Carolina, I think that's a good point. They're going to know East Carolina. They're going to know Michigan lost to East Carolina. Right. They're not going to follow what ECU does the rest of the year, probably, especially if they lose to Gardner Webb. And and the more exposure helps with recruiting. It helps with you know NIL money. Maybe if that's you know continues to to be a thing, which I don't think it's going away. You know, you get the big marquee win against a Michigan team that will likely be the number one preseason team in the country. All right. I take the other side, but that's uh, that's Ken's answer. And I'm going to. There's a good reason behind it, though. Well, yeah, I was sure. Yeah, you got to host the show. Yeah. So. And I mean, you lose to Gardner Webb. That's right. like, even if you beat Michigan, if you lose to Gardner Webb, you're talking about Mike Houston hot seat and stuff like that. After the Michigan win, you're asking, where's Houston going to go next year? Right. And then after the Gardner Webb loss, you're saying, when are we getting rid of Mike Houston? How do we yeah. get the Gardner Webb coach? No. <laughs> so, I don't know. Just a fun uh, take your pick there. I, I can see that because the, the, Gardner Webb's historically not a very good football program. So them beating ECU would kind of be like App State back in the day beating Michigan, maybe. Eric said, I like Ken's thinking on that. That's that Pines Elementary education shining through. I actually never went to Pines. So take that. <laughs> they built it the year, it opened the year after I went to Washington County Union. Ken was so bad they had to open a whole new school. And now it's gone. <laughs> Scott it's like opened and closed in my lifetime. Already. Wow. Yeah. Scott says Bryson Worrell recently promoted to double A. Now, that is true, but he's also been recently demoted back to Florida. Has he been promoted again? 
Uh, yes. Uh, he got sent up to double-A to be basically like a replacement for an injured outfielder. He got sent back down once that outfielder uh, came off the I.L. He has been assigned to the Augusta Green Jackets, which is the single-A or low-A affiliate. Um, so he is on their roster, okay. has not played a game yet. All right. Thank you for that update. He sure. was uh, he was actually moved yesterday. Shirley Rhodes keeping an eye on what's going on with the Pirates in the minor leagues. How did Josh Moylan get on first? Uh, base knock to left center field for a single. So, right. Jamie on YouTube says, if ECU loses to Gardner-Webb, it would be 100 times worse for Michigan if they have to say, we lost to a team that lost to Gardner-Webb. Hey. That would make a bad situation worse for Michigan. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, at that point, Michigan fans are hoping ECU runs the table and is a top ten team. But and they see him again in the playoff. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then, in an expanded playoff, or would that be twenty twenty? If, be if next ECU season? opens the season with a win at Michigan, then runs the table, they're making the playoff. Playoff. Playoffs. Ah, <laughs> uh, true. But this is, of course, we're hypothetical. Absolutely, speaking. it's Absolutely May. Absolutely hypothetical. It's what we do. We're watching some baseball, talking about crazy scenarios. But it could happen. It that could. Kevin Gartnett said, anything is possible. Anything, anything is possible. possible. That he did. Is it possible for his Celtics to take back the series nah. against the Sixers? They're done. They're toast? Yeah. I think so. Let's play Are They Toast? <laughs> Are the Warriors toast? Yeah, I think it's predetermined to get LeBron James another championship. I think it's already scripted. Okay. Illuminati type stuff. (laughs) Uh, Are the... Who are the Heat playing? Are the Knicks toast? Oh, yeah. They're done. Toast toast. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Butler will not be denied. How do you like your toast? Uh, Butter. Butter. All right. Y'all, do y'all uh, participate in those online? <laughs> how, how do you like your toast to look? One through seven, you pick a number. Oh yeah, and then like steak too. It yeah. does it with steak. Yeah, how do you like your steak? Still mooing. I got a soup story for Patrick Mason. We'll get to. He's our soup boy. How you feel about soup, Ken? I like soup. You're a big soup guy. I love soup. Good right. chicken tortilla soup. Uh, you know what's funny? I think that's what Patrick doesn't like. That's the soup boy. More for me. (laughs) (laughs) Ken Wallington joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. East Carolina and Old Dominion are scoreless as they play in the top of the fourth inning. Game is flying by because they're getting a lot of outs. But right now, we've got a good old ref convention, an umpire (laughs) meeting going on. They've broken out the rule book or something here. Oh, dear. What's going on? What are they looking at here? we got cards. we got... And we're going to go to... Is that a takeout menu? Are they trying to get some food delivered? Now they're running off the field, and they're going to... And it's the game is over. <laughs> <laughs> and they're calling And it. there goes the RPI. What are we looking at here, gents? Here's the pitch. We've got a... Are they seeing it's a foul ball? Maybe a catcher's interference? Oh. Yeah. He definitely hit the glove. Did he hit the mitt? Unfortunately, we do not have a ton of camera angles here. How do you see he definitely hit the glove? Well, just the way the glove moves, it looks like maybe the bat got the backhand of the glove right Uh, there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So I guess that's what we're looking at here. Catcher's interference would allow, what, Jenkins Coward to get to first? first. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's what they're reviewing here. All right, good call, Chan Man. I got a couple of uh, catchers' interferences back in my day because I would sit, like I would stand so far back in the box and hit the uh, <laughs> hit the catchers' mitt. That's some catchers' interference. Take a uh, lot. Of, thank you. Take a lot of pride in there, Chandler. <laughs> 
yeah i was always freaked out as a catcher that i was going to get hit back there and marcelo zuna at least twice a week knocks a catcher in the head with his backswing marcelo zuna hitting the ball a little bit a little bit we'll see for sure we'll see it's been it's been a week where where'd you play in the field ken in your baseball I, I, was, I was an infielder for the most part, second base, shortstop, third base. I pitched a little bit until I broke my arm my sophomore year. And uh, when I came back, the arm did not heal properly, I guess, and my curveball did not curve anymore. But were you thinking maybe it would be a Rowan Gardner situation where you'd come back stronger? Uh, Rookie of the year? Yeah. No? Uh, no, I just... Funky butt love. I, I broke my arm in a water balloon fight. Oh, Wow, man. man that Coach stinks. was not happy. No, that's tough. <laughs> yeah water balloon what how, how did you uh what was the injury on well i don't know if you believe this uh there's not a lot to do in plymouth <laughs> so so one saturday night you, you, know, bunch, you know a bunch of friends are out in the parking lot of at the time the the uh win dixie before it came to oh, the yeah way back in the day and you know guys got some trucks and we're just hanging out and there's you know driving by throwing water balloons i'm in the back on the bed of a pickup truck somebody drives by throws mm. a water balloon at us it hits the side, doesn't bust, and lands on the ground. I'm like, well, I got to go pick this up. So I try to hop over the side. Foot gets caught. Ugh. Arms first into the asphalt. Ooh. Broken arm. Man. Yeah. Had my fair share of broken arms. Yep. See mine? Uh, yep. Oh, it, man. It doesn't like to go all the way. Yep. Yeah. How would you break yours, Chandler? Uh, the first time I broke it in uh, playing football in middle school, I was in eighth grade. I was just told, hey, you're starting that nose tackle, and we were in practice. And... Uh, a guy pulled and I uh, tripped over his feet and an uh, offensive lineman actually fell and his helmet hit me square in the arm Oof. and I remember being on the ground and when I went to get up like half of my arm was staying on the ground and half of it was coming up and yep. I was like and I freaked Something's out. Something's wrong. Yeah. Five months to the day that happened I wore a cast for three months five months to the day that happened I was in gym class playing basketball tripped went to go catch myself broke it again in the same spot the first time it broke one bone and it was a hairline fa- fracture for the other that second time both bro- both bones were completely broke so i needed surgery so mm-hmm. like like lane hover i have titanium plates in my arm. <laughs> nice except he hard to get through security face. at the airport <laughs> uh sounds like so both of your stories involve tripping mm-hmm. just being clumsy just like can't keep your feet <laughs> yeah all right uh, Jansen says, hopefully I didn't miss y'all talking about it, but how about them Canes? Oh, we talked about it. Oh, we talked about the Canes, baby. A lot of goals. What happened? Butt whooping. <laughs> That's what happened. The second period um, that they've been looking for all year happened. Five goals in the second period. Canes now up 3-1 in their series. Are the Devils toast, Ken Watlington? <laughs> I thought they were toast after game two. Then they came back in game three and scored uh, 77 goals, it felt like. Uh, I will not say the Devils are toast. I I think the Canes are in a very, very good spot to close it out tomorrow night in Raleigh. But, you know. Same spot they were in in round one. Couldn't close it out at home, but were able to get them back uh, on the road the following game. game What's exciting about the Canes, though, is, you know, when you lose Svechnikov and Teravainen and guys like that, you think it's going to have to be Sebastian Ajo just just kind of taking the reins, and he's played well. But it's been so many other guys stepping up and and getting goals and assists, and like Jordan Martin. You know, once he got you know a point in every game this series or some nine points so far in, in the four games. I mean, he's just he's playing out of his mind, and Burns is getting goals, and you know Natchez. I mean, the, the team's fun to watch. 
Yeah, no doubt. And they look to close it out coming up on Thursday night. And Ken uh, Ronta unavailable. I uh, saw that yesterday. So Kane's had to. Unavailable again. You're right. Oh, wow. I thought he was back from his illness, whatever that was. Yeah, well, unavailable yesterday. <laughs> um, but they needed a good night in the nets, and they got they that got as it. well. And and when they gave up that first goal in the first period, I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go. Again. Yeah, and, right. And he locked in after that, that's oh. for sure. Oh, man, we were just almost uh, were tested on whether or not that has a net back there where those people are watching. <laughs> uh, a ball sails over the catcher's head. It is now second and third with one out in the top of the fourth, and that is... Justin Wilcoxon. Wilcoxon at the plate for East Carolina following a Luke Nowak single. Uh, yeah, Canes and Devils coming up. Kevin says the announcers keep calling Jacob Jen- Jennings. The announcers Jennings keep Coward. calling Jacob Jennings Coward instead of Jenkins. Annoying as hell. Yeah. Well, Kevin, turn down the TV and just listen to us and watch the game. Are you guys aware of how the New Jersey Devils got their name? So there is some kind of Jersey Devil, like, uh, mythical creature thing, right? Are you aware of the story of it? Uh, no. I've never heard it. So, story you guys time. are aware of the Pine Barrens. <laughs> What's that? The Pine Barrens in, in New it's Jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Famous, From yes. uh, the famous Sopranos, Sopranos episode in that area. So, according to popular folklore, the Jersey Devil originated from the Pine Barrens. There was a resident there named Jane Leeds, also known as Mother Leeds, the legend states that Mother Leeds had 12 children, and after she was pregnant, finding she was pregnant for the 13th time, cursed the child in frustration, crying that the child would be the devil. In 1735, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> in 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night. She, she gave birth to a normal child. And then the thirteenth child changed to, to the to, to the creature known as the Jersey Devil with hooves and wings. Hmm. What about? So a it sword? was a demon baby born in seventeen. Why is the woman blaming the child though? She does she know how? Pre- like it's her fault. She's the creature having a- had hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a fork tail. It was growling, screaming. Child beat everyone in its vicinity with its tail apparently oh wow sounds like jersey quite a lot quite large. <laughs> yeah really and then it headed into the pines howling and screaming never to be seen again freshman dixon williams with a chance for an rbi opportunity who here. cares chandler we're talking about, about the devil. devil yeah and now we uh the, New the, jersey the child's fans. father was supposedly the devil himself ah. that goes on to say that in the in the, in the story um and Bills of course of mother leeds was a it was a witch <clears throat> Was they what? Oh, she was a witch. She was a witch. Okay. Um, How do we tie Bruce Springsteen into this somehow? <laughs> he wrote a song about they it. They tried the local. Well, that witch was there. And... <laughs> so the local clergyman tried to exorcise the New Jersey Devil from this woman. How long is the story? It's wild. <laughs> like I just, World I, Chapter Four. Then in 1780, <laughs> I, I'm just reading about it. It's crazy. It's we don't have a story like that behind the canes. No, we just have hurricanes that come tear right. apart our homes. <laughs> we don't have some we mythical now we celebrate demon them. baby. <laughs> yeah, why are we celebrating? We love all hurricanes this time of year. <laughs> yeah, like for a hype video, they just show hurricanes damaging North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, like oh, that was uh, the Outer Banks. Kane. That was Wilmington. Yeah, great. I want to write that Bruce Springsteen song. Do it, Mother Leeds. Mother, mother, mother. <laughs> <laughs> he ripped us apart with his tail. 
Dixie Williams walks. Bases Say loaded. Say that one more time. Dixie Williams walks. All right. Bases loaded for the Pirates. Part. Bases juiced. Riley Johnson. Riley Johnson getting a start. Yep. Michelle on Facebook says, Yo, Ken, when did you live in Plymouth? I grew up there. Uh, from when I was two weeks old until I was 18. His uh, mom cast him out, thought he was the North Carolina devil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he was two weeks old, he got kicked out. <laughs> oh, man. So, no, you. Uh, where'd you live your first two weeks? Uh, somewhere southwestern Virginia. I'm not really sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my dad had gotten, I to hear more gotten about a job Ken's in birth. Plymouth. <laughs> he had already moved to Plymouth, and mom was like, I'm staying here until this... This little devil baby. comes out. Yeah. <laughs> and so two weeks later, uh, we all moved to Plymouth. There you go. Yeah. And they're still there. Plymouth. Yeah. Two and one to RJ. And he Ooh. swings at ball three in the dirt, and it is now two and two. So Pirates trying to strike first here in Norfolk as it is scoreless in the top of the fourth. Once again, this game flying by. We've gone less than an hour here and just about through three and a half innings. Johnson will That's poke so it in the left, and we tried are, to poke it. We're going to assume it's foul. <laughs> we don't have a camera down there in left field, so if a ball's hit in the corner, your guess is as good as mine. Patrick Mason going to join us here in just a moment. Talk about soup, soup man. I got a soup story. We'll talk soup. Do you remember talk soup back with uh, what's his name? Joel uh, Henson. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, no, John Henson. John Henson and Joel okay, McHale. Yep, yep. John Henson is my host. Joel McHale, whatever. <laughs> they were both really funny. How do you uh, do? You watch Community? Not really. What's your favorite uh, comedies? Oh my goodness gracious! This game. Huh. <laughs> that was a laugher. <laughs> favorite comedies: uh, The Office, uh, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Hmm. The um, NBC lineup. Well, Brooklyn Nine-Nine was on Fox for most of the, their run, and then it got canceled, Then NBC picked it up for the last two seasons. Ooh, there you go. Uh, TV trivia with Ken Wally. <laughs> yeah. Ken Wally. That's all I got. Not a company man. Listed no CBS. Can you list the CBS show, uh, Ken? Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, Good point, Glenn. Uh, Happy Days. I don't even know what network that was on. The Cosby Show. That was NBC. Oh, crap. All right. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. There we go. Yeah. Ken, uh, what are we going to be seeing on WNCT Channel 9 today? Uh, the news starting at 5 o'clock, and then some great primetime programming of which I know what none of it is. Do you want to talk to a local man who didn't get his power back till after 11 p.m. last night? Is that you? Yeah. Really? I'll do an uh, interview with you. Well, you got it back, it, so it what was, are you going to talk it about? It was dark. <laughs> it was tough. It was dark. And we couldn't see. And missed New, the Canes game. New Jersey Devil might have been outside. <laughs> Ken, thanks for hanging out with of us. Of course, guys. Enjoyed appreciate it. it. And we will see you next week. We'll yep. take a timeout, come back. Patrick Mason will join us. We'll talk soup. We'll talk Pirates. No score between the Monarchs and the Pirates in the bottom of the fourth inning. We'll follow that one and have a lot more for you when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit familianc.com to see the full menu featuring pizza, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Alright, uh, with the power out last night, I guess uh, I wasn't going to be doing much cooking, so I uh, went by Familia, picked up a cheesesteak, and it was 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Familia, uh, right there on Fire Tower Road. Check it out. Patrick Mason joins Chandler and I inside the Pirate Radio Studios. How you doing, Patrick? Pretty good. So your power went out yesterday? Uh, oh, yeah. Mine did, too. I was actually just about to take a shower, and all of a sudden, it went. everything went completely black. Man. So, I had so to, you weren't in the shower. So you're no, just not a, yet, thankfully. Uh, but I was like, a man, naked man in the dark? Yeah, I, I was very close to hopping in, and I'm like, I'm glad I wasn't like five minutes into this or something. Uh-oh. We got a bomb oh, and a fair bomb and a no. foul ball. All right. Ball. Good. Ooh. Long foul strike. Ball. Long strike. No score between the Pirates and the Monarchs here. Bottom of the fourth inning, East Carolina allowing their first hit, first base runner of the game as a ball got over Dixon Williams' glove. I guess they called that a hit. That was a tough play. Yeah, yeah. tough play. Garrett Saylor working in the fourth inning. Patrick, a uh, big one here for East Carolina, uh, trying to win their fourth straight road game. That's right. Yeah, they started the weekend, I think, losing six of eight, and then they come out, come away with a sweep, and here they are, yeah, trying to go four straight. Got uh, some, big, some good pitching, but also the bats uh, going in that series against Cincinnati, which is no surprise. Six games and uh, beat them six times. And Cincinnati's actually been good against everybody not named ECU <laughs> in the in the conference. But ECU dominated the Bearcats this year. Yeah, Cincinnati's got to be so upset that they had to play ECU six times. I mean, all those games. I, I mean, we thought about it coming in. Like, this is the weekend that ECU can get right. It's a big weekend for them. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, Cincinnati's just got to be like, all right, like, no more ECU. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're done with that because they definitely had some issues. No doubt. And uh, I talked to the players on Monday, Lane Hoover and – Josh Moylan talked about, hey, Cincinnati can swing the bat. Uh, they might have some issues in the pitching department, especially when the bullpens get going, and we saw that in the games on uh, Saturday and Sunday, but uh, they can hit. Going to make for a very interesting conference tournament down in Clearwater. Right now, East Carolina, a half game back of Houston for first place in the league. You know, speaking of hitting, um, I was just doing some pregame stuff for Old Dominion, and they have, ni- I think, 91 home runs as a team. Wow. And ECU, just for context, I think ECU's like mid, like 56, I want to say. So just, I mean, a team like this can can really hurt you as well. So, you know, we saw that long foul ball, but it's stuff like that. So that's why, it's, you know, you get one base runner through four innings is pretty good. So the ball gets over or by Dixon Williams' glove on a sliding attempt a moment ago. Next ball hit right to him. Uh, and he's able to get the force out at second base for out number one, out number two of the inning. Couldn't turn the double play. It looks like Garrett Sailor's day is done as Cliff Godwin makes his way to the mound. Yeah, we kind of figured it'd probably be a, <laughs> a staff day. It's kind of a, a regular midweek. One of my approach. pet peeves in baseball is when a pitcher comes in, gives up a hit, walks a guy, two-run score, whatever, 
and then he walks off the mound and gets this ovation from the crowd. <laughs> like, I, it's just nice people. Like, it's man. nice, and and being polite is always a good thing. You're never, but like, just kind of not booing would be polite in that yeah. scenario. I wonder if that's just like maybe more or of like a, soft claps, maybe. Yeah, I, I guess it happens I don't more get like it. In a college setting though too. It's like, hey man, you went out there and you, you tried. But I, I don't know. And now, all right, so you give up two runs, but maybe. The Pirates are up eight to nothing, and then now they're up eight to two. What are you clapping for? Maybe you're clapping for the exit that he's not throwing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe the performance was good until then. Um, by that particular, t- by the team or the pitcher? By the pitcher. Okay, I, I, I gave my scenario, Chandler, where a guy is walking, is it comes in, just doesn't have it. Yeah. I'm not if if a guy goes six innings and he just gave up three runs for the first time in the sixth inning, sure, you clap him up. He pitched great. If a guy comes in immediately, when have you seen that? Where they give you a standing ovation after giving up two? Well, when I said ovation, they give they clap for pitchers at East Carolina all the time. Yeah, whether he's good or bad, that's just some. I guess some good fans behind your back. Yeah. Robert Again, Robert it's fine. Do that. I hate to sound cold-hearted, but it does irk me. <laughs> you won't be clapping though, but you can. No. Yeah. And I'm not booing either. Right. Right. You'll never catch me booing anybody from, uh, especially ECU. I've probably booed uh, the Commanders a few times in I, my life. Just give them a hey. You got them next time, but don't give them a ovation. That's just ridiculous, right? Don't. Why even say that? <laughs> <laughs> why would you even say that? And dang it, I forgot to ask the players if they heard that girl screaming last night. Oh, man. Oh, man. Dang it. That was like the uh, some serious commotion going on. That actually took over like the game just from like the local part of the stands, too. Call the dugout phone. Surely. Somebody can pick up. Can you go to YouTube and uh, type in Bob Costas, Pedro Strope? Oh, this, this is, I heard this live, and I was like, <laughs> what is he saying? S-T-R-O-P. So Bob Costas, Pedro Stroke. Just absolutely eviscerates this poor man's family. This is what should happen to a pitcher when he comes in and does not do the job. No ovation, no clapping, no, you'll get him next up. No. Bob Costas. Bob Costas absolutely railing a dude. Let me know when you have that, Shirley. Can I, I think I know the uh, video. Well, hold on. Let's just hear it. She's got her. All right. What do you got, Shirley? It's not Basio this time, it's Madden, and that means a change. Mott is on his way in. Strope is on his way out, pointing toward the heavens. We can only ask or wonder that he is asking some departed relative for forgiveness for this atrocious performance. <laughs> <laughs> for this atrocious performance. Just asking for forgiveness is just phenomenal. That being in Bob... It's like somebody was impersonating Bob Costas. I know. And it was like a like an overlay of that voice. He but just that put is, it in. That, that is, is hilarious. That is AI. That is that, some... chat GPT. That's, this that's is a long time ago. Yeah. Bob Costas. For this atrocious performance. Did he have money on the game? What Good is he Lord. so upset about? He was yeah. upset. What did Pedro Strope do to him? Costas oh, like, so. had the under. Yeah. That's what, uh, so I, next time I hear the clapping, I'm going to have to get on the PA and be like, <laughs> stop clapping. That was atrocious. <laughs> and on the mound now for the Pirates, <laughs> my guy, Danny Bill. Tell your guy to throw a strike, Chandler. Hi-oh! 
Danny Bill trying to get that breaking ball, that slider, I guess it is, slurve, whatever you want to call it, uh, to hit the corner and missed outside, and we have a walk. So uh, now there are two on or one on? Two on. Yeah. Should be two on. They haven't updated the uh, the second base light yet. Uh, by the way, Kevin says, y'all need to put a picture frame graphic around Patrick's face. This goes back to the other day of his graphic, his picture that we used. Yeah. It's kind of like the if you ever go to a store to get like a, a frame, they have a picture of like somebody in like, there. Like a stock photo? Yeah. Yeah, a stock photo. If you go photo. to Bed Bath & Beyond and they have those there, you buy a frame. Don't put your family in it because it's just Patrick Mason. Just hang it up. Like the picture we used for you it looks like one of those stock photos. And your jeans. That's hilarious. And your Midwestern. You know, you know that would be so awesome if I went just picture frame hunting and I saw that. And I'd be like, I don't even have to change anything out of this. I could just hang it up on my wall. You're just buying a He's picture like, hey, of yourself. Hey, that's me. Yeah, stock photo of yourself. That's a compliment, though. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, so? you don't see stock. ugly people in those. I guess so. Yeah. You just see every every. I'm gonna day look people. that up. Actually, I'm gonna go to our stock photo source and see if I can find stock photos of <laughs> ugly people, <laughs> and see if it's real. See if that's it, an actual thing. thing. Yeah. That's possible. Uh, yeah, because look, the family you're buying it for ain't so pretty looking. So you might want to see what an unattractive person looks like in that frame before you buy it. Yeah, you got it's like a fitting room for picture frames. <laughs> Sometimes you need the frame to d- distract from the picture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's true. Something real bling blingy. Uh, there you go. Uh, Jamie says the pitcher getting an ovation is not as bad as people clapping when a golfer makes a double bogey. I, I disagree. I think it's worse. <laughs> oh, Moylan with a great grab at first. Josh Moylan ends it with a stab. I think the golf clap is more like, hey, we give you props for finishing the hole. We know you struggled through it. And go on. Go get him. We almost had a situation there, guys. If that ball gets through, at least the run scores. Maybe another run scores in that inning. Danny Bill comes off the mound, and the Pirate fans there give him a standing ovation, and Clip Brock goes absolutely insane. Drives on the Norfolk. You've got to think he's asking the heavens <laughs> from a dead relative. He brought in dead relatives. He's a departed relative. That's crazy. That's, yeah, man. Bob Costas. Asking for forgiveness. Eric said it's the soupy D-O-double-G soup dog. Soup hey. dog. Patrick Mason. All right, I got a soup story. We'll take a timeout, come back. We head to the fifth inning. Yes. In Norfolk. No score between the Pirates and the Monarchs. We're rolling along here on a Wednesday. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency for maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk. Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes for personal or business insurance questions. Call 756-8300 today. Now back to PRL. Here's Clip. Pirates batting with one out in the top of the fifth inning. 
to take a look at our Flight by Yingling ECU report. Brought to you by Flight by Yingling. Don't just raise the glass. Raise the bar. Flight by Yingling. Next generation of light beer wherever beer is sold. And the Pirates right now on the diamond taking on Old Dominion. It is uh, no score. Two two and two the count in the top of the fifth inning to, I believe, Joey Barini at the dish. Lane Hoover at first base as he just tried to bunt AMAC over and the pitcher makes a play to second to get the lead runner out. So Barini now has a full count as they play in the top of the fifth inning. Clip Brock, Chandler Honeycutt, Patrick Mason here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Patrick, I uh, saw ECU win total out at one of the Vegas books for 2023 football, six and a half. A fair number. Fair number. That's tough. Uh, I instinctively want to say like six or something. Uh, I'm, I'm right there at six. Yeah. I'm trying to get more than six, yeah. and I haven't quite got there yet. In my head. In my head. Yeah, it's something you're, I'm going to have to watch like when they start getting out to some practices and doing some things. But six What would make you right. say above six? What do you need to see? Quarterback play, I think. Uh, that would be number one. Uh, offensive line, yeah, alignment. I mean, that, that's a huge uh, thing. Who's where? Strother leaving is a, a big loss yep. for the Pirates. Joining, what, Avery Jones and Noah Henderson? Yeah. So that's – yeah. What is that, 60% of your offensive line? 60% of your O-line and about 98% of your offensive production is gone. Yeah, the receivers. Whatever Shane Calhoun did, right. that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot to – that offense is really what's the question mark, I think, going in. So, yeah, six wins. I mean, I wouldn't go over that, so I'm going to say six. That's about right. How many weeks did Rajay play? He It was the South Florida game, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So, four or five so you got a little bit of, you got product he was scoring touchdowns i he, remember i think he was the the team's leader and t- at least rushing touchdowns yeah. for sure uh so know. you have that production returning hopefully at, at you know full systems ahead you have marlon gunn uh you have shane calhoun you have jalen johnson yeah and that's about it yeah that's about it so yeah definitely a lot to <clears throat> lot to figure out but also you know like, like coaches love to say there's plenty of opportunity out there for someone to step up and prove that you know they belong all right, Josh says, what's up? We need some runs. Well, let's get them right here. you got two on. You've yeah. got two out. You've got one out, excuse me. And you've got Josh Moylan, the guy to do it. Middle at of the, the order. Plate. How about a triple here from Josh? He needs to tie the team lead in triples. He's one back right now. We saw him do it over the weekend in Cincinnati. It was yeah, a triple possible. fest in Cincinnati. Noak with two on the weekend. I think he, I'll go ahead. I was going to say, Moylan did have a good piece of hitting earlier. What are you he, doing, oh, dude? Like what? Wow! What a dumb <laughs> what play! Doing? Hey, try a pickoff at second base, which is fine. Hoover's basically standing on the base, standing right? ovation. No reason to throw it at all. No, and it wasn't a good throw, but it did hit the fielder's glove, didn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, he had skipped over hard. his. But he threw it 100 goal. miles per hour. It, well, it was a bad throw. That was not the fielder's fault. Just a terrible play, a terrible decision followed by a terrible play. That's how you lose in games like this. It's a good point, Pat. <laughs> I remember on the margins. But yeah, I think, I think we're two for two in, uh, what is it, like picks to click, like Jacob Jenkins yeah. Howard the one week, and then Will, Will Coxon. So, <clears throat> Granny. Yeah, got to find another guy this weekend. Well, we'll talk to you Friday ahead of the Memphis series, and we'll let you pick your uh, pick to click for the series. I like it. Breaking ball around Josh Moylan's dome 
it is one and one to count on him. You got a good piece of hitting earlier is what I was trying to say earlier, but uh, it, we thought it was maybe gone, but uh, it was caught in right field. So maybe he can get a base knock here. He does have a base hit already today. So he gets one just like he did earlier. He could score two. He's feeling good right now. He's hitting it well as he swings and misses. Swing and a miss. <laughs> one ball, two strikes. No score in the fifth inning between the Monarchs and the Pirates. Um, should I throw out the um, – so, Patrick. What you got? You can win one, lose one. You can't go 2-0, and o, can't go 0-2. Would you rather see East Carolina beat Michigan – or and lose to Gardner Webb or beat Gardner Webb, lose to Michigan. <laughs> beat Michigan. <laughs> what is this? And, again, it, it's not. You answer that like it's simple. Yes, it is simple. It is. It's not to me. It's a hundred percent simple. Why? Then you go. Oh my goodness! How do you lose to Gardner Webb after just pulling this off? Yeah, and that tells me there there are a lot more losses coming too. For sure. You're but... seeing this from from your perspective, which is where you should answer from, but. I see it from like I got, I'm here all year talking about the team, talking about the meltdown after the Gardner Webb loss. All right, what about this? Last year, ECU pulls off and beats NC State, and then they go and lose to Old Dominion or something. What that, you, that's different. It's not really. It is because you could say, "Oh, there's way more losses to come if we can't beat Old Dominion." But man, that NC State win was fun, and we could hang with this top 15 team or whatever they were. Well, I think both of those teams are more near the middle than the right. Michigan Gardner. Right, Webb but that's scale. just like a. I don't know. I guess similar example, right. but it'd be awesome to knock off Michigan, wouldn't it? Yeah, and just no say, doubt. "Hey, at our peak, we can we can do this, or we can catch somebody." <laughs> at our peak, <laughs> I mean, it would be fascinating. What would the numbers just look come like? out the gate? And yeah, wouldn't they? Got to be twenty something point. I, I don't even know what that. Yeah, I think I'm sitting around twenty four and a half point dogs right now. Yeah, I this, if there is a line. Yeah. It's just weird because it's the first game of the year, but there's just so many question marks for ECU, and then Michigan's coming off a college football playoff appearance. So the year that App State went on the road and beat Michigan to start the year, they went on to lose. Their first loss of the season was at Wofford. (laughs) See, I mean, that's rough, but you remember that that Michigan win. Yeah, that's true. Everyone remembers that Michigan win. Uh, they only sure. had two losses. But if you lose that game and you beat Wofford, people are like, oh, okay. I get it. Uh, people on the outside are like that. But fans, I'm kind of, kind of looking at it more from interesting our fans Inter- than, I'm, I'm, than national. I guess so. I'm actually generally uh, surprised here that people might even <laughs> think the other way than this than me on this. There are some uh, – well, see, Patrick, that's, <clears throat> a, that's a terrible way to go through life. You're one of those people that think yeah. your view is the only view. That's right, my Selfish. <laughs> selfish, Patrick. You're you know. a selfish but, person. I mean, <laughs> on this instance, I'm, I'm definitely right. You think soup should be served three times a day at, at least all two. times? At, yeah, for sure. Uh, we do have some week one lines available. But I don't think we're going to have ECU Michigan. We did have a poll out talking about the fans and what the fans might think of this the scenario. 321 people voted on Twitter. Would you rather beat Michigan and lose to Gardner Webb or beat Gardner Webb and lose to Michigan? 64% said beat Michigan and yeah. lose to Gardner Webb. They're That's closer than I thought. Selfish, short sighted folks like Patrick Mason <laughs> voting in these polls. Gator responded said beat Michigan all day every day as it should be <laughs> that's a fun big matchup to kick off the season you just you want you want to start one and oh it's going to be on big noon i think cool 
<laughs> uh, right out of Fox's pregame show, put it on at noon. Gus Johnson on the call. <laughs> Marlon Gunn. There he goes. Get your bullets. Right, like Jay Harris. 30-point game in the fourth, and he's just screaming. <laughs> Give me up. back my bullets. Marlon Gunn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Speed. Speed. Now I just want to do Gus Johnson the rest of the show. Mason Garcia. <laughs> The Italian Stallion. Put some meatballs on the pasta. How many nicknames are we going to get out of this game from Gus? Oh, Push you... away the barbecue and give me the pasta. It's Mason Garcia. Jalen Johnson. Highlight. <laughs> you had a barbecue and you didn't invite me? Feelings are hurt. Ha <laughs> ha. Like when he does the laugh, too. That was pretty good. Shane Calhoun. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was in the fridge grabbing a drink and the game's on in the living room. Patrick, Gus. come back to your TV. <laughs> Down he goes. Sack. Jeremy Lewis. He's got three kids. <laughs> Grown man. Great. Grown man. He got three kids. <laughs> Patrick, sit your ass down back on the couch. The game's gone. Oh, man. Man, that was fun. Yeah, you got to get a drink of water after that one. Love Gus Johnson. JC got the the, uh, 3-0 green light there. I like it. With two outs, runners on second and third, and he fouls it off. So it is now 3-1 to count as they play in the fifth. Love a 3-0 swing. Nothing better than that, Patrick, except some soup. Say. <laughs> We've got some soup questions already. But I got I got a soup story. We got we have a soup question from Eric, and we'll get to that after this pitch, and it is a full count. Patrick, this is from Eric. If you had to eat nothing but soup for the rest of your life, could you do it? Your fans need to know if you are a truly soup dog or a soup fraud. <laughs> Ooh. I, I would say I, I probably could do it. It would be difficult because – yeah, you got to have some some solids, but if you throw in like enough meat in the, in the soup, right. you can definitely get by. Like some clam chowder. This is loaded. So yeah, I think I could do it. A little bit low. Little bit low. Little bit low. Patrick, I um here's my story. So Saturday afternoon, uh just enjoying a day at home away from the ballpark, away from work and yeah. I um, actually went out in the yard, Chandler, and uh, broke out the old uh, pitching uh, pitching uh, machine. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> pitching what? Uh, the old uh, like wedge. Pitching, oh, pitching wedge. wedge. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about baseball. <laughs> no, I broke out the old pitching wedge and hit some balls in the backyard. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all right, then I went in, and I was like, huh, what to do, what to do. I decided to cut up some taters for later use. I was going to eat them that evening. This later is, taters? So, uh, again, this is Saturday afternoon, uh, just to get the timeline straight. Cut up the potatoes, um, put them in the season, put them in the fridge for later. Uh, that night, I was going to eat them that night. I decided I didn't want to eat them that night. So I wake up Sunday with some cut up potatoes in the fridge. And I'm like, what I'm going to oh, do, we got a web gym. And we got out number three. Holy cow. Great play. So I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with these taters? I go to the Grosh. I'm like, hey, I hadn't had pork chops in a while. Let's do some pork chops. All right. So I get some chops. I get some broccoli. So right now I've got chops, broccoli, potatoes. 
I leave the grocery store. There's only one store left between my home and my vehicle. And I don't know what what magnetic force dragged me there. <laughs> but I stopped by Dollar General because I said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get some soup. Hey. I got <clears throat> but here's what I did. I got a cream of celery and a cream of mushroom. Okay. And I cooked I started I cooked my chops. I microwaved the broccoli and then I got the soup going. Like those condensed cans? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Put those in, uh, got the soup going, took my chops out, threw them in there, put the potatoes in there. I even put the broccoli in there. I didn't know if I wanted to keep the broccoli kind of more crispy or Mm -hmm. if I I threw it in there. I said, screw it. I'm throwing it in there. Seasoned it up. So I had like a kind of, it, it wasn't a soup. But it was more like a gravy almost, but like yeah. a thick soup, uh, pork chop, and veggies dish. You put that on the pork chops? So it was just uh, like I threw the chops, oh, the in, chops the soup, are in Okay, So it's all Ooh. in there together. Okay. And like finished cooking it that way. Dang. And it was awesome. And then I went back to it uh, Monday for lunch or Monday for dinner. I'm not even done with my story. That was <laughs> Sunday, right? Yeah. And that was good. Had it in the fridge, came home from work Monday. I was like, I'm going to finish this off, but I need something. Went and got some rice. Ooh. Some some rice to throw into all that. And then I had like a creamy rice pork chop dish. Man. Now, what else can you throw in there? Mashed potatoes next time? I don't know. <laughs> next time, like, I just want to keep elevating it. Keep throwing stuff in there. Was it good when you revisited it with the rice? Yes, because at that point, all the uh, ingredients, all the seasonings, everything had come together yeah, as one. Okay. And uh, you might be onto something here, huh? Mushrooms. What about it? Add it. I had cream of mushroom soup. Oh, okay. And I'm not really a shroom guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not either. <laughs> Maybe you are. <laughs> Chandler, thank you for being interested in that part of the story. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I was thinking maybe some corns. Can't go wrong with corns. Corn would be good. Uh, Any suggestions? Maybe some bacon. But then I guess you already got the, bacon the pork chop. Yeah, just, I don't know. But that, then I guess at that point, you're just throwing everything you like in there. So I thought about doing some cheesy rice, but I just went with like regular old, uh, it was like vegetable. Yeah, that, that's probably the way to go. Rice, whatever. You talk about bacon bits. I know we've probably talked about this, but my favorite soup of all time, potato soup, man. Yeah. It is Lo- good. Loaded potato soup. Oh, yeah. Gosh, so good. And there was a <laughs> Bennigan's. You guys ever remember that place? I've been again before. I've hey. been late night. Yeah, they for whatever late, reason they had the cheesiest spot. potato soup of all time. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was. Great. That was the spot. Uh, Steve asking Campbell's or Progresso? Campbell's. All right. He's all day, Campbell baby. Man. Yeah, I think Progresso is usually too like brothy. It's too uppity for me. I don't know. Campbell's suits too for the working man. Yeah, Campbell. I'm, I'm a Campbell guy. All right. Uh, Dollar General $1 store brand is what I got. Hey, and it was, it that was works. good. Whatever gets worked on. You got the right seasonings. You can make anything taste that's, good. That's right. How's your stir fry game going? I hadn't had, I hadn't done it in a while. <clears throat> Last it's time. Warm. I feel like stir fry is kind of a warm thing, you know, when it's warm outside. Maybe. <laughs> I could go for it no matter the temp. Last time I didn't have very good. Uh, my stir fry sauce was not good. I, I got to get a better sauce. Glenn gave me one of the greatest pieces of advice of all time. Was not aware of this at all, but um, a long time ago, Glenn, you said, 
I think I showed my ingredients and I had some cheap uh, soy sauce. And you're mm. like, you got to get like legit name brand soy sauce. You can't cheap out on soy sauce and uh, olive oil. What's Those the name? Like the Kikoman? Or yeah. That, yeah. You got to get that. I got yeah. the low sodium of that. And it is a game changer. Mm-hmm. It tastes so good. You can almost drink it from the bottle. There's a few it's things. Different. Like, it's different. Yeah. Truly, there's truly a difference it in quality. It's different. Yeah. So there's a few things you buy you have to go name brand like what I feel like paper product like i always you can't skimp on like toilet paper or paper towels i hate the paper towels that just brand. like push yeah. the water around you got to get the absorbent <laughs> stuff like yeah. like the high school chem class brown paper towels are just a nightmare the worst yeah so um, things like that no that's a good call I'm i want to... you to know that when i worked in a professional pharmaceutical lab that was a billion dollar facility <laughs> don't tell me Guess what, dog? We still had those same uh, not good paper They're towels, terrible. The brown ones. Yes. Yeah, they don't do anything. Have you read Mike P's comment on Facebook yet? Not yet. He said, New Patrick was on the show today, so I had a good beef and brisket chili for lunch today. The ingredients included beef, brisket, tomatoes, beans, green chilies, onions, garlic, enchilada sauce, cumin, Chili powder and hot sauce. Man, okay. That sounds Man, like a banger. That right sounds here. like a lunch. That's hearty. Man, I'm I'm a fan. Yep, that sounds great, Mike P. Uh, did you read Sam's comment? Yeah, this is a dumb, cute, cute panel today. Sheesh. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Sam. Buddy. At least we're cute. That's yep. what we're here for. Sam loves uh, the Put cuties. us in a picture frame and <laughs> is he cute? hang us up on your wall. <laughs> All right, let's take another break. We'll come back as we go to break. Jake Hunter sitting down the Monarchs as we speak. Two away in the bottom of the fifth inning. One more strike to get us to the sixth. No score between the Pirates and and the Monarchs on the Buccaneer Music Hall School Board presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. We roll on. Patrick Mason and more when we return after this. I don't know what you got But it plays with my emotions And I want you so much You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese, biscuits, and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903 and both locations are top of the line fuel stations serving shell gas including 93 ethanol free high octane gas Country Mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline now let's head back into PRL here's Cliff alright Patrick what you doing tonight I'm um, gonna write this baseball story when it finishes and Reward yourself with some A.J. McMurphy's and sports (laughs) trivia. (laughs) Sports trivia tonight, 8 o'clock at A.J.'s. Um, I have a series of questions. I'm going to give you a sample right now. Uh, You are going to have to fill in the numbers to this math equation. Right row. Troy Aikman plus Dan Marino equals LaDainian Tomlinson. Fill in the numbers. 21. So, 8... Who was the other one? Oh, Dan Marino. Plus 13. 13 plus 21. 42. 
how dumb was this look? <laughs> no, it was eight thirteen twenty one. It was eight plus thirteen <laughs> equals twenty one. Yeah, that's what I, I said. Twenty one, right? I know you yeah. did, but I needed all the numbers. And Chandler just added an extra plus sign there. Forty two, Jackie Robinson. <laughs> Mariana Rivera. So I'm gonna have uh, a series of those types of questions tonight. Along with same first name. I'm gonna describe three different athletes. They all share a name. You have to figure out who they are. I like the jersey number. You like jerseys? Some people yeah. like those, some don't. Some just randomly stick with you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um what else I was gonna ask? Um you watch jury duty yet? not yet <laughs> i'm gonna ask I was, you every week i was gonna tell you another friend of mine a college friend of mine reached out to me separately and was like hey man i just watched jerry duty or i'm watching it this the main guy reminds me of you I'm no like, way i'm like no way like this that is awesome watch. yeah okay i'm glad i'm incredible. not alone yeah you're, the, I you're the, my girlfriend i'm like look at this two separate things like it, i swear i'm not making this up I and then you're like it. i'm never gonna watch it. <laughs> no i really gotta watch it now it's like i heard it two different places i think you need a third yeah if a third comes in then out of nowhere then you got to watch that. I'm just going to, wherever I am, just go home and watch it. Uh, sixth inning right now, East Carolina and Old Dominion knotted up at, well, zero. No score between the teams as Dixon Williams bats. Who's, who's winning? <laughs> the Bears. What is that from? Ferris Bueller. Ah, okay. His, remember his day off? When he got a day off? <laughs> Shaking a baby now? Yep uh eric says does patrick make his own chicken stock as a guy that does i can respect the heck out of the effort i think he just wanted to brag that he does it yeah i uh i do not make my own i've i've seen my mom make it before but i personally have not made it before if you buy rotisserie chickens on the reg throw that carcass in some boiling water for a few hours turns a good soup into a great soup interesting tip so then you just strain it i assume and then you just what, use that water? Is that the broth? Eric, get to me. What Help do you me say? Because I, I do actually buy rotisserie chickens probably like once a week. Jamie, yes, Jamie that says is, That is the truth. It's you, a good move. You take that and that's your base, and then you can do literally anything with it. You can make chicken soup. He said, yes, just strain it. Okay. Yep. You strain it out, and then you add whatever to it. Ah. Well, I've seen my mom do I'm it for do that. chicken pastry before, which is mm. a southern delicacy if there ever was one. Jamie, you, how you feel about chicken pastry? I love it. I've only had it twice, though, and mm. both times. One was homemade. One was from this uh, barbecue place in Wilson. I can't think of the name of it. It wasn't Parker's. It was somewhere else, but very, very good. Jamie says, throw some tortellini in that broth with pesto seasoning. Wonderful. Ooh. We're getting ideas now. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, no doubt. I always get hungry. Maybe it's just the time of day, but we always end up talking about tasty foods well, during this segment. You're soup boy. Man, I'm hungry. Soup man. One day you'll be soup man. One day. <laughs> I strive to become That's soup man. That's your new man. column in the paper right now. <laughs> wow. Tasty foods with uh, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So the resolution to the Bob Huggins uh, on-air slur. Mm. What happened to him? Uh, did you see the slur? I did. Okay. So. What was his uh, punishment? He didn't get fired. <clears throat> He's not suspended. He got a $1 million salary reduction. So the big winner in all this is West Virginia. I was going to say, they just say, <laughs> hey, you know, we get to, we're not going to pay you a million dollars. Hey, congrats to West Virginia on Bob Huggins saying a, a, a bad word. So that, that's the weirdest outcome. <laughs> so they, they saved him. They didn't even force him to, it wasn't a fine. It wasn't a, 
no, a forced donation somewhere. A million off the they just said, total salary. It's kind of a fine. I mean, you could just say it was a fine, but then again, he'd be paying the fine to the school. I guess so. Uh, so, yeah, it's but, not but, a fine. But it wouldn't be, like, he's not, the school doesn't re- shouldn't require the fine. Like, if you're going to pay the fine, like, hey, man, you, you, you hurt Let's us. Let's see how much Huggy was making a year. Uh, actually, question. he did get a three-game suspension, so he'll be out when they play, like, washington and lee the spring training games yeah and uh he will also go to sensitivity training (laughs) and i would love to be in sensitivity training with bob huggins in west virginia (laughs) (laughs) is he gonna take his his little stool with him too and sit on they do that in the west virginia basketball arena because there's so many people that have to have sensitivity training they just just bring them all in there at one time (laughs) yeah I'm Bob Huggins. Hey, Bob. <laughs> I guess a million dollars is pretty stiff, but basically nothing else really happened to him. But it's a, a, it's a million dollars that the school gets to save, basically. Yeah, so there's winners and losers here. <laughs> the winner is West Virginia. Uh, yeah. They get to not, keep a Hall of Fame coach and not pay him as much. They, <laughs> they hit him for 30% of next year's contract, essentially. Yeah. Okay. He gets $4.15 million a year to coach basketball at West Virginia. Okay. Uh, I'm sure he can survive. Huggy Bear. Now, I'm not saying he should be fired or anything. I just found that um, No. Yeah. I, that I just, was a very interesting punishment. Yeah, usually you don't see that. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. All right. Um, Pirates down in the sixth. Is that right? So we keep rolling along here. Bottom of the sixth. Old Dominion coming to the plate with no score in Norfolk on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Bucks. The Bucks. Pirates down in the sixth like they were losing. They go down in the sixth. Maybe I, I worded that I wrong. You. Yeah. I wasn't really watching. Who's winning? <laughs> so yeah who's on first uh my apologies for my wording there it was incorrect and now i will go to sensitivity training for what <laughs> i just said uh did you see your boy mike oresco had some comments yeah so P6. you are not a p6 fan no what he said in that he said now we're going to carry two p6 <laughs> one in hours. each hand yeah <laughs> well patrick i've got good news for you there's no more p6 because there's no more p5 because everything is equal uh i just sure fine what he says is it would be great my thing is so worried about that it is all hypocritical yes if we're in the club we're not talking about this we don't care about this we don't care about schools below us yep but we're not there to be a line if we're on the other side exactly. of it. Exactly. You think we'll have Michigan running with the P5 flag and ECU with the P6 <laughs> flag on opening day? And we're going to have a flag off right there at the 50-yard Alabama line. has the P1 flag. <laughs> oh, Brad McMurphy did a little... Uh, he had a good tweet about is it. Is it... Would you say it was trolling or he was trying to be funny or what would you call it? I don't know. It was a barb. <clears throat> a a jab. barb. Okay. A jab. I like a barb. A good old-fashioned barb. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> he says... And I quote, and the answer is, AAC Commission Mike Oresco just released an epic, rambling, 2,587-word open letter for elimination of the Power 5 label. He's right. From this day forward, I'll refer to the conferences as Power 2, Big 10 and SEC, (laughs) Middle 3, ACC, Big 12, Pac-12, Group of 5, other 5 conferences. (laughs) So there you go. Brad McMurphy power two middle three group of five yeah that was my thing just him 
he's so worried about what the names of these conferences and how they're perceived. It's like you are just you're where you are. Like I you know. don't need to put an, a tag on these things. I hate. It. I mean, it's not great. It, it, it's not financially good. Uh, there's a lot of money going places that aren't the AAC and East Carolina. Yeah. But if if we were taking the spot of UCF, Houston, Cincinnati, we jump at it. And the, you know, for sure, you in a split second, yeah. And then we would be promoting Power Five and making fun of the schools that aren't in it. That's just the way it is. Yep, that's the reality. We'd be all, yeah, we bricked up about having Kansas coming in here. We'd look our nose, uh, turn know, it up, and look down at all the other schools that aren't on our level, quote unquote. And it's stupid. That's the way it is. That's how. Rutgers can do it, and that's how these other Power Fives, Vanderbilt, you know, whatever. Lake yeah. Forest. They're Power Five, yeah. and we're yeah. not. We'd be doing <laughs> the same damn thing if we were in it. So, it's just not the thing you should be worried about. If you're, you should be worried about the TV contract. Yeah. The, a number one. Right. Well, and this this isn't going to get anybody anywhere either. No. No. It's not a productive <laughs> conversation. Yeah. So, I mean, you can say good on him for trying, I guess. I just don't think it makes a difference at all. And I think it's very hypocritical. I just think it leads to more jokes. Yeah. Like, it's it, that's the type of thing that gets you jokes. I mean, when Brett McMurphy's roasting you, you know. Right. That, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not like. He's getting these tweets off. <laughs> he's not Jeff Ross or no. Don Rickles, to use a guy that Chandler knows. <laughs> oh, Don. Oh, Donnie. So, yeah. Have you ever heard the story of Don, and, uh, Don Rickles and Frank Sinatra? <laughs> I don't like how you tell this as if it's your own story almost. He saw them in there. a low-lit CD bar. <laughs> like that night we were hanging out with Marcus Crandall, you told him that almost as if it was your story. And you got a good laugh out of it. But I was like, Chandler, hey, it's not your story. Yeah, it's my story. All right, go ahead and tell Patrick. Then. All right, so uh, Frank Sinatra was in this bar and uh, <laughs> Don Rickles came in and the, uh, he, he was on a date. And Don Rickles went up to Frank and said, hey, Frank, he said, I'm on a date with this pretty girl we're going to be sitting right over there it's going to make me look good if you just come over here and say hey to me just come over and say hey don how you doing so he goes over there and sits with the girl and frank finally goes over there and says hey don how you doing he says he says damn frank he said don't you see i'm busy here i'm on a date boy patrick now that is a good reaction for patrick that's pretty good man. he cracked a smile barely <laughs> hey it's not my story <laughs> were you in the next booth over it's, it's not my story I believe what just unfolded here chandler was by himself crying into a soup it happened at his parents restaurant <laughs> yeah it was that Vinny's downtown restaurant <laughs> jamie said chandler tells this story more than rickles did and he told it a lot it's frank sinatra that t- tells the story okay whatever god we gotta move on it's on the johnny carson show all right man who was johnny carson's uh laugh sidekick laugh sidekick yeah the guy beside him though. Ha, ha. oh man who is his channel yes oh i don't know ha, 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 ha. you don't know that uh-uh who is it ed mcmahon he used to show up at people's doors with big giant oversized checks with publishers clearing i was about to say ed helms and that's definitely not who it was not ed helms (laughs) i knew it was ed i just couldn't get the last name pirates and monarchs tied at well nothing in the sixth inning two outs in the bottom of the sixth so no one's winning yet no one is winning no one is losing man it is like the screenshot of boston college i think it was no it was virginia tech and wake forest (laughs) frank beamer hands to the sky loving the zero zero tie 
uh jamie's now arguing with you over who tells the story and i could not care less <laughs> about any of this I'm, I'm sure it's rickles but the one i saw was frank sinatra telling it on the johnny carson show in front of don rickles and it was funny <laughs> <laughs> and i said you know what i'm gonna take that story and make it mine do you just sit at the crib and look at old johnny carson on youtube do i absolutely it's just a weird thing for you to i wouldn't get i wouldn't have pegged you to be sit watching at home watch andy griffith and then when i get bored of andy griffith i say let me go watch some old johnny carson patrick interviews. does your girlfriend have a friend maybe she could <laughs> does she like johnny carson <laughs> does she like does she does, like uh is she 85 years yeah. old <laughs> is, she, is she 86 so her maybe? grandma is still alive <laughs> all right sweet uh, be a I cool think double date yeah i think she's uh i think she's single i can tell all kinds she's of a nice lady stories. she'll love it nicely doesn't have any you know she uh likes soup but it's the only thing she can eat at this <laughs> yeah. point in her life yeah so you're kind of you're pigeonholed into what you can eat here. <laughs> she's forced to eat soup it actually comes through a tube all right patrick thanks for hanging out <laughs> yeah you're thanks, welcome guys. to stay into hour three if this conversation is riveting enough i got i got some johnny carson stuff to watch <laughs> I gotta catch up so Sounds I can have good. a conversation with as you. As long as you don't watch Jury Duty, you're fine. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk to you. We'll give you a call on Friday. Yeah, that sounds good. And uh, we'll have our pick to click for ECU Memphis. Hoping the Pirates can scrape across a run here. Right now, it is 0-0 as they head into the seventh inning. So we'll keep you up to date on that. Also, Shane Winkler going to join us, Hour 3. Talk some ECU softball as they have their conference tournament First round game coming up Thursday, 5 o'clock against South Florida. We'll talk about that. And Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, talk some O's baseball. We got O's and Rays coming your way uh, about an hour from now. All that and a giveaway. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike's on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up for your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Jacob Starling not in the lineup for East Carolina. Not sure the reason why. Maybe they said it on the broadcast, but I haven't heard. I did see uh, (laughs) on the ECU baseball page on Facebook, uh, somebody said, anyone know why Jacob Starling isn't in the lineup today? Uh, Here are some of the responses. Uh, Hunter says day-to-day with a back issue. Steve said he is playing. Chad says, why does it matter? Uh, Greta says stomach virus. So there you go. Man. <laughs> One question. I mean, that runs the gamut there. <laughs> One question, four different answers. Man, that's pirate fans. 
Uh, so probably someone buddy. didn't comment and say because he sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's probably in there too. Yeah, it feels like you know that game telephone that you used yeah, to play back right. in the day. That's what this feels like. Yep, you're right, Shirley. I got something you may want to jot down. Okay, hold on. Chan, let's play a game. Do you think Shirley has this information before me? This was uh, tweeted out twenty seven twenty nine minutes ago. I'm going to go against the grain and say no. All right. Shirley. Usually Shirley's on top of it, but maybe right now she hasn't seen this. Something you're going to want to keep an eye on uh, a couple months from now. Okay. I have three pirates and where they are going to be playing summer baseball. Do you have that information? I do not. Yes. yes! I do Give not. Give me the because money. Because i have been so busy well, i don't want to hear it i, I don't want to hear it i had to listen to your nah, nah. drivel about soup for the last hour okay <laughs> uh the charlottesville tom socks shirley oh Char- okay hold on i'm writing this down charlottesville tom socks according to their twitter will have three pirates on the roster okay those pirates being riley johnson okay. zach root and justin wilcoxon Oh, interesting. So there you go, uh, man. I thought it was a little early for these announcements, but we'll be uh, hearing more about those, and we'll keep our listeners up to date on what. And I like following that too because was it? It was Burley who I always go back to his example. You know, coming off a good freshman whatever year and everything, but that's that summer. He was a monster. He was like the Babe Ruth of his summer league team, pitching and hitting. He had like a crazy slow pitch softball batting average, and we've seen examples of that through the years where guys really take off, and it carries over into the next season. So, anyway, we'll keep you up to date on where the guys are playing summer ball. But there's three names right there. Well, usually what I do is I consult Malcolm Gray at the end of the year because right. usually he has that list ahead of time. So I usually not this can, year, not this nope. year apparently, Be but chip. Uh, Be chip. Uh, yep it would be chip and uh so you so i will consult with them at the end of the season so i can make sure that i have everybody the the tough thing about summer ball though is that a lot of those teams don't have a very big social media presence yeah and it's very difficult to track some of these uh uh players because either their website is not up and running or working properly or hasn't been updated in a while or they have like zero social media in terms of keeping up with scores and whatnot so it might be a little hard for me this year we'll we'll see if that improves this summer but minor league is real easy to keep up with but uh summer league ball can be a little tough glenn question for you where do you think cbs sports latest nba mock draft has Traquavion smith being drafted what pick 21st okay i was thinking um I was thinking lower. You went lower, 29th to the Pacers. Seems low. I was thinking in the 20s. What is, what, what is going on here? What just happened with that play, Chandler? That was a line drive that just grazed the pitcher's glove, but the shortstop caught it in the air. Uh, and they were trying to get the runner off at first, but then they overthrew first base. Another line drive from Lane Hoover. Oh, that hey, that was an burn. absolute screamer up the middle. Should have been a double play, but the runner, Amac, able to get back to first. So now one out as they play top seven. And a runner on first, Joey Barini to the plate for East Carolina. 
no score um but is that 20s for terquavion sound about right yeah, i have not looked right. at a mock draft beyond victor it sounds right yeah i mean the first two picks are your stars and then everything else beyond that i'm gonna look at run real quick because i want to see by the way the um the lottery is next Coming week up. yeah i believe i looked it up earlier this come week come on hornets um this is the year i want to see who the hornets Probably who they're going to take fourth. if they don't get one of those top picks fourth would be cam whitmore villanova gross a <laughs> small forward not victor Wimbiana. Uh yeah, Victor going to the Pistons. Scoot Henderson. I would be fine to with the Spurs, Scoot, but he's not really a good fit because we've already got Lamelo. Brandon Miller will be a Rocket. I'm sure he will. <laughs> All right, uh, Cam Whitmore. I got to say, I don't Where know a lot about him. From? Villanova. I don't know anything Who about him. Knows? Yeah, we got a base hit through the left side of the infield. Pirates now have two on with one out. All right, I tell you what. Do we have? Um, coach winkler ready to go let's talk to coach winkler and uh see if the pirates can scratch a run by the end of this interview shane winkler and the softball team down in florida getting ready for the aac tournament round one coming up thursday against south florida coach uh, appreciate your time how you doing today doing great Cliff. thanks for having me it's hot uh we're, we're ready to roll <laughs> uh, down there uh, in Florida getting ready to go. Before we get to that, Coach, uh, some individual honors today handed out to a couple of your players. Taylor Edwards been named uh, to the 2023 AAC second team. Uh, Mackenzie Keela named uh, to the all-rookie team. So a couple of honors handed out today. How about uh, what they have meant to your team uh, this season? No, re- really proud of uh... Taylor McKenzie, and we had a couple others like Audrey Asini that uh, was all conference last year that we thought could have been right there as well. Uh, but Taylor coming in in January made an immediate impact for us. Uh, hit almost 400 on the season, just uh, as a spark at there at the top of our lineup. Uh, but Mackenzie Keela stepping in as a freshman, uh, having such an impact that she does. So just but two two players that make an impact for our program, but two great teammates. Uh, they're energetic type kids that that really feed into our success, and we're going to need them to to get to hot this week for us to go on a run. Yeah, Pirates looking to go on a run in the AAC tournament. And coach, uh, what what strives have you seen here uh, this season for this team uh, sitting five hundred right now overall? And man, so many close games. We, we talked about it yesterday on the show. The the Saturday game where you had a lead uh, ends up Tulsa wins it six to three. Then another tight one on Sunday. So you've been in games. You've won a few, and and I'm sure there's a few that you wish you could have back. But but how about overall? Uh, how you feel about this team heading into the AAC tournament. You know, pleased with the strides that we made going forward. Obviously, through conference, there's some games that we felt like we gave away that that we'd love to have. Where our I mean, we we could be 30, 35, 40, who knows how many wins we can end up if we uh, take care of some of those close ones. Uh, but we are we're close. There's so many of the conference games that that we didn't pull off. But we can look back and say, all right, we make this adjustment. We're right there. We're late in the game. We got runners on. We just haven't had those big moments. And that's what a tournament run is all about, is, is creating moments that, that you remember. Uh, so we had opportunities this past weekend against Tulsa where so many runners on in scoring position. We didn't get that big two-out hit or that big that big situational hit to, to drive a run in where we could have extended the lead or, or closed the gap in another game. 
And that's the moments that we're going to rely on during the tournament. So we've had we've had that talk, we've had that focus, and I've been part of teams as a coach where you're a lower seed in the tournament and you get hot at the right time. And we've shown during conference play that, that we're right there. We can compete with anyone. And now it's getting hot at the right time and getting those key hits, those key moments that, that can propel you. And all it takes is, is three wins to, to make the dance. And we're going to focus on it one at a time. We got South Florida, who we were close with throughout our series there. And now it's just it's getting that one key moment that, we can, that can propel us. Yeah, back in March, uh, South Florida swept ECU uh, in a series there in Tampa, and that's first up coming up down in uh, in Florida, in Tampa. So uh, what do you remember about that series, Coach? Who stands out uh, when you look at the Bulls? You know, they, they pitch it really well. They had one pitcher that we didn't get to see that's back from injury. Who They kind of, similar to us, they got two lefties that are uh, kind of a 1A and 1B, kind of like we have Bolas and Hatch or our 1A and 1B. They have the same thing with their – with their staff, so which gives us the ability to have some familiarity with two of their pitchers that are similar to ours, velocity-wise and, and their stuff. So it's it's something that we get to see uh, all year long in, in our scrimmages and prepare for. So it's nothing that we haven't seen with what we're going to see pitching-wise. They're just a, they're a solid team all the way around. Uh, no one in their lineup that you really have to pitch around, but they've got a solid one through nine. Uh, they take care of the ball defensively. They pitch it well. Uh, we've just got to cash in on our opportunities. We didn't do so as much uh, during our series against them. I mean, game two, we jumped out to a 4 nothing lead, and we gave them uh, eight unearned runs that were kind of uncharacteristic for us. Uh, but a game that we look back like, man, we, we could have had that. So uh, an- another team that we were close with that we know were adjustments that we need to make to to give ourselves an opportunity. And the great thing about tournament play is you're 0-0. and Everyone's 0-0, and it's, it's who gets hot at the right time. And uh, we've got some players that have been working really hard and preparing for this week that, that are ready to break out finally. Yeah, you, you talked about those big moments. Runners on, got to get those runners in and key moments in the game. What else is it going to take, Coach? What else uh, and who else needs to step up for you uh, to knock off South Florida and make a run here in this tournament? Well, we're, we're going to rely on Bullis and Hatch a lot. Uh, and then Addie Davis and Peyton Hudson gave us some nice moments this past weekend as well, but our pitching needs to keep us close like they have, uh, keep us in the game, keep us within striking distance. Uh, but our top of our lineup and our, our best players are going to have to stand out and be our best players. Padres and Taylor Edwards are going to have to set the table for us and get on base and give us opportunities for those, those big moments. They've done that throughout the year. So we're going to need them to continue to, uh, but someone like a Bailey Wilson, who uh, has, has been, kind of a streaky hitter throughout the year. We're going to need her to to run into a couple and, and give us a chance. She did it when we played NC State, hit a big uh, big two three and a, two or three-run home run against them to put us up. Uh, we're going to need a moment like that from her. And then Jocelyn Alonzo has been getting a lot of opportunities with runners on. Uh, doesn't strike out much, but we're going to need a little bit of, little bit of pop and a big moment out of a bat like hers. But uh, it, it is. It's going to take that, that two-out hit, that, uh, that runner in scoring position, RBI that uh, kind of propels us that we've lacked at times offensively, but it's it's been close and we, we know we're we're know we're capable. Uh, but when you look back on tournament runs and championship runs, you look back at a few moments that were the key differences, and that's that's what we're looking for. Who's who's going to step up? Whether it's someone that has all year or, or someone that hasn't, we're going to need someone to step up in a big moment. 
It'll be ECU in South Florida coming up Thursday at 5 on ESPN Plus down at the AAC tournament in Tampa, Florida. Coach Shane Winkler joining us. Coach, uh, appreciate your time. Good luck down there, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking about who you're, you're playing in the NCAA tournament this time next week. Exactly. That's the plan. We appreciate you guys and all your support all year, and uh, looking forward to a run here. But uh, go Pirates. We're excited. All right, Coach, good luck. There is Shane Winkler joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. And I thought it, I thought if we went to break, we could get that run uh, scratched across the board, went to a Shane Winkler break, had the interview, and during the interview, boom, Jacob Jenkins Coward shoots one through the left side for a base hit, and the Pirates score. It is one nothing over Old Dominion as they play in the bottom of the seventh. Can the exquisite pitching continue? Or will the Pirates need more runs on this Wednesday? Jake Hunter in right now, throwing in the bottom of the seventh inning. We'll take a break. Still got to get to markbrownkamdechat.com. Got more of our watch-along as we try to pull the Pirates through. And a giveaway. A lot to go. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it's dress casual or even a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. Russell's has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Pirates supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, a soft liner by Justin Wilcoxon caught by the second baseman for the first out in the eighth inning. If you went to Norfolk looking for offense, you went to the wrong place. It's all about the pitching today and defense and right now it's east carolina one old dominion zero who's that up to bat the star man is up to bat so he comes in in the seventh inning defensively makes the play and now he bats in the top of the eighth inning so dixon williams got the start at second for east carolina today jacob starling now in so uh as kevin points out on youtube guess it's not a serious injury uh whatever was is ailing starling because he is able to play uh question for chandler he says does old chan man prefer asper cream or blue icy hot asking for my elderly neighbor gotta go with asper cream all day every day gotta have it on deck for that first date mm-hmm 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 all right, thank you for the question. I wanted to make a joke. You need a bowl of Werther's Originals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like that out for your date. Some yeah. butterscotch. <laughs> uh, we need to call Brandon Manning. Why is that? Because the Pirates are looking for insurance. <laughs> Man, I'm so good. I'm so good. Uh, honestly. You are terrible. Yeah. I was thinking, uh, I don't know if one's going to be enough. I got a bad feeling. So like, if we could get another... Oh my goodness! Did Jacob Starling just bunt with two strikes oh, and fouled he it, did. and he's out? Yeah. All right. Well, and he's mad, and his back hurts again. <laughs> <laughs> and he 
and he's playing. <laughs> oh boy, so that is not a good way to go. Mike Mullis doesn't like that. I know that. I should call Molly right now. Was that supposed to be funny? Did you see that? Did you really see that? Did you see what he just tried to do there? Oh yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> Why do you bunt 3-2, Jamie asked. I don't know, Jamie. Jamie. Jamie don't ask me do questions I don't know the answer know. to. Let me check my pocket. Let me know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have the answer, Oh, Jamie. He, he didn't find the answer? Right. Jamie also says, uh, I'm motion sick from the camera work. It is bad. There is some rattling going on. Ugh, it is making me sick. Um, so that's where we are in this game right now. One nothing pirates lead. I need at least I need three runs to feel good. Same. I agree with that. You know what? I wanna say this. You said something in about baseball that's stupid. And that is when, you know, pitchers come in, give up a couple runs, lead the man with a standing ovation from the crowd. I didn't say standing, I said ovation. They're clapping. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, here's another stupid thing in baseball. When you only have two umpires, it's a check swing, and the umpire checks and goes to the guy that is literally in front. Right. How does he know? And he just goes, so, how do you How do you know? I think that's so stupid, and it makes me cringe every time I see it. Check swing, catcher goes, well, he first, the catcher goes, check down a third. Oh, wait, there's only two umpires, so let's go to the guy that cannot tell at all, and he's going to tell you say. Yeah. I hear you. I think that's stupid. All right, I hear you. I think that is just absolutely, ridiculously stupid. I'm with you. All right, let's talk some uh, MLB, and we will be uh, we'll close out the show with the game itself. But let's get some MLB chat in here because we do have O's baseball coming your way. Pre-game coverage beginning six o'clock. Big one against the Tampa Bay Rays. O's are playing pretty good. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Mark, how you doing today, man? Clip, pretty good. Good weather. Good Orioles baseball for the most part. So uh, I'm doing well. No complaints. Sounds good. And man, a great series in Atlanta over the weekend. O's took game one against Max Freed. They were uh, basically got Strider out with a lead on Saturday. And I remember saying uh, before the game Saturday, I was talking to an O's fan and said, hey, you, you beat Freed and Strider, uh, Strider back-to-back. It's time to take these O's serious. Well, we're taking them serious anyway, but Atlanta's able to get to the O's bullpen and uh, get the win Saturday and then a, a frustrating one for O's fans Sunday where Michael Harris walks it off in extra innings. But, Mark, uh, I guess no moral victories, but for this O's team that was so bad for so long to see what they did last year, see what they're doing so far this year, and to really hang with what is right now the best team in the National League and one of the best teams in baseball, Atlanta. You, I don't know. How did you feel coming away from that series loss to Atlanta where you, you could have you swept them, Mark, if a couple things went different? I, I agree with you, Clip. You know, there's no moral victories, but it was encouraging that the Orioles didn't just, like, totally wilt against their first real test against one of the better teams in baseball in the Braves over the weekend. You know, they were... They, they won one of the games. They were in every one of the games the whole way through. So, you know, that's encouraging. It doesn't put any wins on the board. They lost the games. I mean, it was similar with uh, Monday's game against the Rays, you know, holding the Rays, who are the MLB's best offense, to only three runs scored is was good. But then the Orioles scored none, so they lost. Uh, fortunately, 
last night they got back in the win column and hopefully can get some actual victories to go along with the kind of consolation prize moral victories as well. Let me ask you about um, Kyle Bradish, Mark, who I saw pitch on Saturday and he and uh, Strider were, were mowing guys down there for a lot of that game. Bradish uh, ends up going five innings, did allow three runs, struck out four, and uh, just has a, a nasty slider on him and almost looks like a guy that, I don't know, if he can and harness the good from what he has, he could end up being a, a really good pitcher in Major League Baseball. Well, what's your take and what do the O's fans take on Bradish and uh, his future? Yeah, I mean, so the Orioles got him when they traded Dylan Bundy to the Angels, and he was kind of like the headliner piece, although he was a little ways away from the majors even when they traded for him. So he's he's kind of been one of the more interesting pitching prospects to follow and until he got to make his debut. And it's really been a mixed bag for him so far this year. You know, through five starts here, he's got a 5.95 ERA. So you kind of see some of the flashes where it's like, okay, yeah, this guy could be a good pitcher, but – uh I mean, overall, he's had some struggles, so I certainly hope he can put it together. Um, you know, the Orioles' rotation is kind of full of guys like that. Dean Kramer is another one, uh, along with Tyler Wells. And of those three guys, only Tyler Wells is having a good season so far this year. So it's like, you know, who uh, who is eventually going to be in a good rotation for the Orioles is still kind of an open question. But I, if Braddis has the talent to do it, I guess it's always a question of can he put it all together and – uh, I, I mean, I hope he can. One of the uh, young O's pitchers, Grayson Rodriguez, getting the win in the duel last night against Zach Eflin. And uh, Rodriguez uh, just about got out of the sixth inning, goes five and two-thirds, allowed two runs on seven hits. Uh, and you mentioned the Rays and their high-powered offense to be able to hold them down pretty good on Monday night. Well, you could say the same for last night with Rodriguez and the bullpen. So what's the uh, the early look on Rodriguez for O's fans? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's also had some up and down starts. He's just really battled command and then, uh, it's, you know, driven up his pitch count when he's throwing too many pitches that are just getting fouled off or he's going to too many three ball counts or whatever. But then he just throws these absolutely nasty pitches to get strikeouts. I mean, he's got a, he's got an 11 strikeouts per nine innings through his first seven starts, which is pretty much exactly what, uh, what we all hoped for, you know, when he came up, he was going to just be this kind of top of the rotation strikeout pitcher. Uh, I guess, you know, his, his problem so far is he's given up too many home runs. He's allowed seven in 33 and two thirds innings so far. And, um, you know, I, I still hope he's going to be able to develop his, his results overall aren't great so far here, either a 5.08 ERA is really not what you're hoping for, but he even more than Bradish has shown flashes of why he was one of the, you know, top 10 or 15 prospects in all of baseball heading into this year. And I certainly looking forward to seeing more of him as well. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com joining us right after Pirate Radio Live. We've got O's baseball coming your way as they take on the Tampa Bay Rays battle of the top two teams in the AL East. And Mark, uh, if we talk O's, you got to talk Adley Rutschman. I enjoyed uh, AJ Przinsky was on the call the other night. Uh, on Fox on Saturday and was talking about two of the best catchers in the game with, with Sean Murphy right now with Atlanta tearing it up and, of course, Rushman. And I remember they asked uh, Przinsky, you know, what he's looking for, what teams are looking for in a big league catcher. And he said, number one, hands, number two, arm, and then you get to the hitting. And uh, Rushman seems to have it all. And it, I don't know, Mark, it, like he's the future, but is it almost like the future is now? I mean, when you watch this guy every night hit a 
home run last night. Like he, he's there right now. He, he's a potential All Star currently, right? Yeah, I mean, really, you go back to last year when Adley Rushman arrived on the Orioles and their fortune turning around almost exactly coincided with Rushman arriving on the team. Maybe it took him about a month to adjust to the big leagues, I think. And then after that, it was like the whole team just clicked. It was like that was the missing piece. And, you know, he's just he's really he he's lived up to the defensive reputation. He just has a great attitude. It seems like he gets the most out of the pitchers. And then he's also doing well at the plate, although he did, uh, he recently had an 0 for 19. He broke out of that in a big way with a two run home run that landed on Utah Street at the stadium last night, which, um, the Statcast stuff was saying was the hardest hit ball of his career, 111 miles an hour off the bat, which is pretty impressive. And maybe even more impressive to me is the, the discipline he has in, just not swinging at pitches out of the strike zone. Like he's got more walks than strikeouts so far this year, which is almost unheard of for players in MLB these days. He's walked 29 times and only struck out 24 through 36 games. So he's got nearly a 400 on base percentage, uh, exactly 399, which just, it's, it's great. And, um, even with that 0 for 19 streak, it's, um, it's been really fun to see. And, I mean, like you said, it's like the future's now, and I hope it's it's only going to be, you know, even more now as more guys kind of arrive and join Rutschman. Talking to Mark Brown, CamdenChad.com. It'll be the O's and Rutschman tonight against the Tampa Bay Rays. The Orioles winning last night, cutting the Rays lead to five and a half, which uh, sounds crazy to say, but the way the Rays have played this year, uh, Baltimore right now trying to keep pace with them. The Blue Jays, uh, six games over 500. Red Sox, five games over. Yankees, three games over. Just an incredible AL East this year. And I guess with the schedules where everybody's playing everybody, Mark, it, it doesn't hurt you as bad to to have this fantastic uh, division that you're in this year no i mean it's really absurd you know the orioles are 23 and 13 so 10 games over 500 here on may the 10th and the you know five and a half games back as you said <laughs> the raids it's crazy like they haven't even lost 10 games yet you know they're 29 and 8 it's 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 just wild it's it's like unheard of but they were just beating the heck out of everybody and uh you know so here's another thing where the orioles have their first a, a real big test of okay how do they look against the uh the best team in major league baseball by the record so far and so far through the first two games you know they've they've won one they've lost one and they were both uh, close games and you know the Orioles have pitched well in both games so you know i i hope that dean kramer can kind of carry that through into tonight that's who's starting for the Orioles tonight and uh just uh, see where it's going as the uh, Orioles keep up with these AL East games. Uh, Lamar Jackson signed with the Ravens. Everybody can relax there, uh, Mark. So hopefully people are uh, are kicked back, getting ready for football this fall, this winter, but can enjoy a fun summer with the Orioles. How are the crowds right now? And uh, those numbers will probably have an uptick when school's out, but uh, how's the, the crowds at Camden Yards right now? You know, it's been modest, like, especially here, this series against the Rays, they drew, I think, like 12,000 on Monday night. And I mean, it would be fun if there were more people showing up when this is clearly a good Orioles team and there's exciting things going on. But I mean, the way I look at it is a comparable series last year, they were drawing like 7,500 fans. And so to be like several thousand more than that year over year, I think shows that people have noticed and 
are showing up a little bit more. And I hope that continues to build as the, you know, we get into the summer months and hopefully the Orioles continue playing some good baseball and, you know, word of mouth just gets around and kind of some of the more, um, fair weather fans maybe start showing up and buying tickets as well. And, you know, it's, it's, it'll be, um, It'll be interesting to see how much they can kind of start topping out at as as the summer goes along. Hopefully, I, I mean, I don't expect them to sell out every game. You know, that's what I, some of these older people are always just like, oh, you know, they had all these sellouts in a row in the 90s. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, that was back when the stadium was brand new and there wasn't a baseball team in Washington, D.C. And, uh, you know, those days aren't coming back. But I think we can absolutely have nice crowds every game at Camden Yards, even if they're not selling out every game anymore. And, I, you know, I hope we can keep building to that as the team continues to succeed. Yeah, everybody loves a winner, and uh, people will jump on board if the O's continue to play the the way they have been playing. Mark Brown came to chat.com joining us. Check out came to chat.com uh, on game days, during the game, and of course when the O's are off as well. And get up to date on everything going on in Birdland. We got uh, the game coming up today on Pirate Radio. Follow Pirate Radio Live. So a big one uh, coming up, O's and Rays. Mark, uh, great to chat with you, man. We'll check in with you uh, towards the end of the month or uh, as we get into June and talk more O's baseball with you, man. All right, Clip, sounds great. Take care till then. Thank you, Mark. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, joining us, O's Rays tonight. All right, a lot happened during that interview and kind of nothing's happened during that interview. A couple of walks from Carter Spivey. Runner gets thrown out at second on an, a steal attempt by Justin Wilcoxon. Call him out. They review it. Call stands. He's out. And then Spivey immediately walks another batter. So right now, after an Austin night mound visit, it is still one nothing East Carolina, bottom of the eighth, one out, and Old Dominion has one on. Runner on first. Need some insurance when the Pirates go back to to the plate. That's so. your call, Brandon Manning. They need, Hey, that was a good joke. Thanks, man. Where'd you get that from? I just thought of it myself. Speaking of jokes, have you heard about the Frank Sinatra <laughs> Don Rickles joke? <laughs> I have not. Tell me during the break. Alright, sure. Uh, tell you what, surely as we have some drama going on in Norfolk, let's ease some tensions and make somebody a winner and open up the booty bag. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Alright, 317-1250. What are we giving away on this Wednesday? How about a $10 gift card to A.J. McMurphy's? All right. $10 gift card. A.J.'s. Come on out to A.J.'s tonight for some sports trivia. You're going to have a lot of fun watching MLB, NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, and more. What color are we looking for? Five. All right. Caller five. 317-1250. You win. an A.J.'s gift card. More to go. We try to bring the Pirates home to a victory here. And Carter Spivey has it one and two now to the Old Dominion batter. More to go, Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. 
Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Rolling Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com, New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And congratulations to Steve Hill of Greenville. Picked up a $10 gift card to A.J. McMurphy's, the best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun as A.J.'s. They have daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia tonight with our very own Clip Brock. They have live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. East Carolina batting in the top of the ninth inning, and there's going to be one out as AMAC flies out to shallow center. Second baseman takes care of it. Man, it, it's crazy how much play, you know, one play can change an inning. And that had started off looking like a disaster inning for Carter Spivey and the Pirates. Walks a guy, ends up walking the second batter, but that was after Justin Wilcoxon throws the attempted base stealer out, which was a bang-bang play. And if it's called safe on the field, it's probably called safe in the review, but called out during the play, too close to overturn. And eventually, Spivey gets a strikeout and a popout. But man, when you start an inning with two straight walks, those usually end in disaster. But that is an example of how uh, you can get out of that disaster. A good play by Wilcoxon and Starling. And then Spivey does a good job to get the strikeout and the pop-out. Yeah, and you always get worried when you get in jams like that. How can you respond? And it's always great to not give up any runs. We saw last week against Carolina. I know we got into a jam. And in that situation, we did give up one run. Unfortunately, we we lost this game. But at the time, it seemed like that one-run inning where their bases were juiced. And it looked like it was going to be an explosion of an inning for Carolina, I remember me and a lot of other Pirate fans were talking about, man, if East Carolina can come back and win this game, you have to look back at that at that uh, situation where the bases were loaded. It looked like it, things were going to get out of hand and you only gave up one run. That was such a huge situation. I believe that made the game 2-1, to one, I want to say. But, yeah, uh, great job getting out of there. And now the Pirates have a chance to get some insurance runs. They need to call Brandon Manning at Farm Bureau, but it looks like there's going to be two outs, nobody on, is Lane Hoover with that famous Lane Hoover chopper, but it is uh, it goes to the second baseman, two outs, nobody on. Uh, some basketball news real quick, and we'll get back to the game. So, Bronny James, uh, son of LeBron James, is going to USC. We have another NBA, former, now former NBA player's son going to USC. His name is DJ He's coming from Washington State. His name is DJ, and his last name is what, Chandler? DJ. Washington State. Hall of um, Basketball Hall of Famer son. DJ. Averaged 9.6 points and 5.8 rebounds Peyton? for the Cougars last year. And 
knowing his bloodline, you would think he would have more rebounds than that. TJ. I don't know. Johnson? Johnson. <laughs> Who's a rebounder? Hall Ro- of Famer. Robin. DJ Robin is correct. DJ, DJ Rodman? DJ Rodman. DJ Rodman, form, Dennis Rodman son of Jr. former NBA star Dennis, transfers to USC. I did not know that Rodman had a son. Now, surely he has a daughter that plays... Trinity Rodman. Basketball or soccer? No, she plays soccer. Soccer, yeah. Uh, she has made her. several appearances on the uh, women's national team. Yeah. Jamie says Ray Charles' son? <laughs> no, not Ray Charles' son. Not Sir Charles' son. Dennis Rodman's son. DJ Rodman going DJ to... DJ Rickles? I would like to see... <laughs> Don Rickles Jr. <laughs> a team full of former players. In fact, that's... I was been, just going uh, through that. I was like, so Melo's kid is about right isn't he and then Dwayne wade's kid is also in the same ballpark Dwayne wade played with Bronny right at sierra cannon yeah wade's kid did uh. i sent uh this picture to jake trivia nut who goes yep. out there yep. I, i'm not going to use it in trivia but uh so look at this chandler right, this was a tweet this is Jaden sheffield manny ramirez jr pedro martinez jr cade folk and D'Angelo Ortiz wow. <laughs> all played for the same team. That is crazy. So that's Gary, Manny, Pedro, Keith, and Poppy's sons. That is some good baseball genes in one picture. All playing on the same team in the same uniform. I would not want to face that team. They might not even be good, but I would be intimidated to know they had all those legend stars' uh, sons on uh, one team. All right, can Spivey close it out? We need three outs. Should we take a break, or is it going to be a quick inning and we're going to miss the outs? You know, keep it here. Man, I would just go. Ahead. Let's let's keep let's it here them. for at least three or four minutes. Let's see if we can get these outs. Right now, we got a two-zero count as Carter Spivey trying to get the final three outs here. Uh, what would be a big win on the road at ODU, setting up a home stand against Memphis? And uh, well, here's what I want: I want a seven-game win streak going into that Campbell game next week. Mm. But Carter Spivey is going to get himself into some trouble by starting this count 3-0. and Not what you want. Let's hope the batter here gets a green light and pops it up. I hate seeing that in baseball, but... Jamie yeah. says Indiana offered Mello's son a scholarship this week. So there you go. USC missing out. Yeah. Indiana, Mello. That doesn't sound that right. That doesn't sound right at all. Sound, yeah. I could see maybe one of like the New York schools, like Sarah, obviously Syracuse or St. John's. Rick Patino, come get him at yeah, St. John's. St. John's, yeah, I could see something like that. I would see, I could see Cooley, Mellow's son at Georgetown. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. One out, one out on a pop up. So now Carter Spivey, two outs away from sealing a one nothing victory for the Pirates. Parts. Parts. Talk, Chandler. Let's go, Pern. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I like seeing. I don't know about you, but I like seeing Carter coming out of the bullpen, especially I, in a safe situation. I hate it, Chandler. He should be a starter. Obviously, I'm being facetious. Of course, I like it. He was the freaking pitcher of the year last year. You told me to talk. I did, and that was my mistake. I was mistake. talking my talk. That was my mistake. I was trying to walk the walk. Jamie had a good point earlier. He said, 
Um, Chandler. Let's see. Chandler's on fire. He hasn't had this much mic access in a while. We've given him too much mic access. Speaking of Mike, I was going to ask, is Mike Woodson the coach? And Jamie brings up a good point. Mike Woodson did coach Mello in the NBA. Was that with the Knicks, I guess? Mm. So you've got that connection. connection. Yeah, that makes sense. George Carl not coaching anywhere currently. Being a Twitter troll, for sure. Uh, he, I believe, coached Mello early Nuggets days, right? Yes, that's true. Nuggets had just gone to new uniforms. Yep. The, and God, had they, were, they a, were hot in the streets, brother. They had Mello, so that was my team his rookie year on NBA. They had J.R. Wow. Smith. Yeah. Like oh, pre problem. Birdman. Birdman was on that squad. Nene. I love Nene. Great energy. Nene. We have a scheduling. Nene or news. Nene? Nene. It, it was Nene. 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 Like yeah. soccer. What kind of scheduling news? You, oh, uh, NFL schedules come out tomorrow. Tomorrow we have a leak. I just saw have, something I hated earlier today. We have we always have some schedule leakage the day before the schedule leak. Freakily. And freakily. Uh, according to WS. Oh, oh my goodness. No. A one out home run to left field. Oh, boy. And all of the good that I had is leaking out now, Chandler. All over I don't this even table. want to tell this. Now let's take a break. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Take a break. Damn! One to one, bottom of the ninth, one out. We'll uh, take a break, come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. Every time I you, I feel a shock. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. You're listening to Hour 2 of... Lord, I don't even know why it decided it wanted to do that again. But let's take a look at your stock market report. The Dow was down 30 points at 33,531. The NASDAQ was up 126 points, closed out at 12,306. And the S&P is up 18 at 4,137. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Pirates batting in the 10th. And folks, um, we are going to stay, at least for a little while, on YouTube and Facebook after the conclusion of our show on radio so chandler you gotta dip out and pick up some food and come right back yeah and um i do have to do something for a couple minutes so maybe we'll come back on at like 605 or something like that but we're we're gonna stay on youtube and facebook and you can watch the remainder of the game with us here in the pirate radio studios we got a little time before we head over to trivia at aj so we figure hey why not just watch the conclusion of this one and you can hang out with us as josh moylan goes down on strikes to begin the top of the 10th we have a austin comment 
Shirley, put your earmuffs on. Earmuffs. Austin said, Shirley, put your readers on. That should help with the button issues. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I have a challenge for you, Austin. Oh. Why don't you come in here and do the show? Oh. See how easy it is for you, bruh. Tell them, Shirley. Saying. Get them. That's all I'm saying. Sick them. Sick them. <laughs> the Austin Shirley rivalry rolls on. It lives on. Another day. All right, so the Pirates, man, we we told them, Chandler, they, they didn't listen to us. Nope. We said one ain't enough. You need two. I said I would feel good with three. Three runs, I would have felt good. But they said, nah, we just need one. We're just going to let these pitchers keep going out there and giving up no runs. Don't ask for our advice, which they didn't do, and then not listen to us. Which they wouldn't do anyway. Which they wouldn't do anyway. But, but we told on. you told you so we did our job yep how about you do yours do your job <sighs> thinking about going ahead and getting my food go ahead hey good show thank you love you guys all right Chandler will be back momentarily as uh we're gonna keep it rolling if you are tuned into the radio side of things we're gonna send you out to birdland for a big one it'll be baltimore and tampa And we're going to keep it rolling here on Facebook Live and on YouTube as we watch the Pirates and Old Dominion, East Carolina. Thought they were going to steal one on the road with just one run, but not so fast, mi amigos. A solo home run off Carter Spivey, opposite field, ties it up, and they play on in the 10th inning, one-to-one. All right, so that wraps it up for today. Thanks to Ken Watlington for joining us. Also, Patrick Mason, Shane Winkler, and Mark Brown from Camden Chat. Thanks to the Big Dog for video production and always Shirley Rhodes on the audio side of things. Base hit from Carter Cunningham. If you want to hang out with us and watch the remainder of this game, head on over to YouTube and Facebook. We'll be with you there on uh, Pirate Radio. All right, Shirley, Glenn, great work. Chandler, we'll see you tomorrow, and we'll see you fine folks on the radio side for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live coming up Thursday at 3 o'clock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.